restoring the balance of pro wrestling radio. The Ministry of Slam Radio Show. We are live on the Information Super Highway Glorious! And every time Tess's microphone on Wednesday, no Sunday to all these days. God, I'm all in a kerfuffle, Tess. I'm in a kerfuffle. How you doing? I'm a kerfuffle. I'm, I'm good, thanks. I'm good. How are you, mate? I'm good. I'm kerfuffling, of course. It's all the organising of all the little bits of bobs put me in a kerfuffle. But uh, I'm good. I'm good. I hope everyone is good out there on the Information Super Highway. Glorious Sunday to all. Glorious Sunday to all. Happy birthday to Gruff for yesterday as well. Yes, happy birthday, Gruff. Hope you had a good one. Yes, and now that's Sin Corma's in the chat, Tez. Long time no oh, see, Sin Corma. That's an MO, uh, MOS original right there. He is. He's a great guy, Sin. I've known Sin for a lot. Sin watched a lot of this game stream we were doing uh, as well back in the day. So good to connect with Sin, as always. And Sophia's there as well. Yeah, hey, Sophia. Hey, um, hey Gruff. Bericles, Fran. Oh, everyone. everyone. Hello, yeah. everybody who's there. It's good to have you here. We are live for uh, the Ministry of Slam right now. I'm going to talk some wrestling. Yeah, and lots of other stuff. But how you been, Ted? Had a good week? Oh, my God, Lawrence. <laughs> Where do I start? So, first off, get smashed win- uh, front window yesterday morning. Right. Yeah, I'm brushing my teeth. Suddenly hear a massive bang. Go looking around. And, uh, yeah, I- I'm assuming a rock maybe from a, a lawnmower has come smash my gardeners. Exactly. Bloody gardeners. Gardeners, mate. There's vandals. Go around smashing people's windows in Shaftesbury. Yeah. Ra- racing off on his mower. Bastard. Um, I had that, and then in the evening, I take my dog out, uh, see if he needs to do the toilet. It's raining out. There's a car crash. I see one car coming out of a, a junction, goes smashing into another one. Right. Action, an action-packed Sunday. And on top of that, England didn't win the Eurovision, did they? Although I don't have no idea, Ted. I didn't watch that. I, don't, I didn't. I, know, I don't, haven't seen Eurovision fears. I watched a rubbish film with Red Bull Wood. No, what's, it, what's his name? No. Reby, I don't got no idea. She's an Australian comedy actress who was in Bridesmaids. Oh, Rebel Wilson. Rebel Wilson. That's it. Yeah, it was shit. It was shit. Was that the the new one? Why did I watch it? Why did I watch it? It was so shit. Lawrence's review of the film. Shit. Basically, um, she's like the popular girl at school in 2002. So when when I was at school, I thought this might be fun. And then um, she gets into a coma because she falls down on the cheerleading manoeuvre. And then um. And then it wakes up 20 years later. And then you're thinking, as I'm saying all these words, as I'm actually saying these words now, I'm thinking, why did I watch this film? <laughs> why did I watch it? I thought it'd be funny. It was crap. Uh, one of the worst films I've seen for ages. Meryl loved it. It's not really, it's you, not. You wouldn't recommend it? No. And then straight away afterwards, I was like, right, I, got, I, got, I had to watch the end scene of Iron Man 3. I was like, fuck it. <laughs> I need to watch something a bit more badass. So, um, yeah, I watched the end scene of Iron Man 3 when Pepper Potts came and done some badass stuff. Okay. Okay. So, so yeah, that was a bit rubbish. Uh, and um, also, WWE Network nearly pissed me off a lot this week because um, I don't know if I said I don't know if I remember if I said on the show, but they did double charging me for my um, WWE Network for fourteen months. I only, I didn't notice wow. it weirdly because it would be in there. I looked on my account and there was two charges from WWE Network, and uh, they're very good, very good at getting back to you. They got back to me within within hours and were like, "Hello, oh. Mr. Case, please send us your." Um, your, your uh, transactions like the picture screenshots of it 
so i did and and all that sort of stuff so i sent them all sent them all the, all the transactions sent them all my bank the what you know what they asked for the, the account number my address and things like that you know uh, etc and then they looked at it and they're like oh we can see it's happened and there's for some reason there's been a double charge and we're going to cancel the second payment so you don't have to worry about that but we will not refund you because we have a non-refund policy for WWE network and i was like i I'm not owed a refund i didn't want to do two accounts you've taken the same amount of money because on the transaction screen which i would have shown on the screen but you can see it's like the exact same transaction number twice and it's on the same day every month so they've taken the money twice i said like, i don't want a refund and i was like this you, you, terrible customer service and they obviously for them that earned 330 million in a quarter for them to give mm. me back 140 pounds was nothing but um I think it's probably better for them to do it, even though it's against their terms, because, of course, it can go mental on the internet if it goes out like that, wouldn't it? Well, technically, um, I mean, if you want to get sassy with them, technically it's not a, a refund because you haven't paid for a service that you want back. They've duplicated their transaction from you. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you should be like, yeah, you can take, take them for a claim. I don't know if you can. No, they, they 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 have. They played. They, they, I complained. They I, com back. I complained, and they said, "Okay, we're going to give you the, the refund. We don't normally do it." But they didn't do it as one big refund. They gave me fourteen nine ninety nines into my bank account. Ridiculous. Oh god. Either they can't do maths and add up fourteen times nine ninety nine, or uh, that's just terrible. I can't believe it says. Uh, luckily, well, luckily I got it back because that would have been awful. Not get that. Oh, yeah. I've been really pissed off. Um, but luckily I did. So that's, that was good. And then I've not done a lot this weekend. I've chilled out really. I don't know. I was for some reason really tired. Don't know why. Probably because I watched that shitty film. Might be the weather actually. A lot of pressure. Mm, Lots of pressure yeah. on the south coast of England, Tez, isn't there? Exactly. I mean, my sister would say, oh, Friday the 13th, moon in retrograde, all that stuff. I don't know anything about that, that crap. I just know it's muggy and I don't want to do anything. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, is, it is muggy. We didn't do, do a lot really. Done some of my stuff and whatnot but yeah it's been good good week good week um guys mm. so what, what else we did test we've been doing some interesting developments we've got some interesting developments before we start the show got some interesting developments on the mos front um yeah for two things first off thank you to everyone who downloads the podcast because this week basically in the last week our podcast downloads have doubled pretty much so that's really good i've been trying to do better social media writing out the my, my promotional tweets and things like that a lot of, a lot uh lot better not i can't talk but you know i can't talk but i can write social media posts better um so so i did so i've done that and maybe that's helped but if not anyway if any of you guys are new to the show thank you for checking it out that's really cool thank you so much on the podcast because you guys got us the 43 in the uk wrestling podcast charts which is massive because there's all the big wrestlers do podcast rick flair and um stone Cold Steve austin and all those other guys and there's huge wrestling podcasts and we're just like little ministry of slam and which is like sort of just me and Tez. And uh, we've done quite well, really. So 43 is really good. So thank you to anyone new who's found the show, first off. Because that's really cool. And uh, secondly, Tez and me were like, well, we're going to try. Because I've had a theory back in January, we decided to do the show big time live and restream it everywhere and spent a bit of money on this restream system to try and do the show everywhere on Twitch and Facebook and everything. And I think what has happened was that it was a really stupid idea. <laughs> Because it, it, we didn't know. But what seems to have happened is that um, Restream essentially throttles everything to every site because all the sites know that it's coming from Restream because it has to go from my computer to Restream and then Restream send it to YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, all these places, um, which is, I know, is semantics really. But basically what's happened is, in, in theory no one knew us finding ministry of slam when we're live streaming or even in vod form on on anything 
So Tez and me this week for sort of for let's try some game streams direct from our houses, Tez's house, my house, to YouTube, see what happens. Um dude, I mean I don't know if Halo stream and and a Red Dead stream. And man, they've had like I don't know, five hundred percent more views than Ministry of Slam gets. And I know that's gaming. But I think this the same thing will apply essentially. So um what we need to do is uh what we're basically gonna be doing from next week, guys. So any of you guys on on Twitch, I'm really sorry, but we're going to be streaming the show exclusively on YouTube from next Sunday. Um, I hate to be a pain in the ass for you, but we want people to find the show more. We want to grow the community more. And I really think that the discoverability of Ministry of Slam will be much greater just doing it on YouTube. Um, so I'm really sorry to be a pain in the ass for any of you guys who watch on Twitch, but... I really think it would be a good thing for us uh, to do just the live show on YouTube because um, it was a good little experiment this week, wasn't it, Tez? Oh yeah, I mean, um, it's crazy. You got some, uh, you got some great numbers on Red Dead and, uh, and Halo, and I played um, some WWE 2K22 the other day, and um, yeah, really pleased with the numbers. Some great interactivity, so it does show that kind of going direct to YouTube um, as opposed to restream uh, seems to kind of increase our visibility, and that's that's kind of you know, yeah what we need really isn't it mate yeah i think so because across the board because i can see when you do an mos stream it, it goes like no hardly anyone finds it it's afterwards in vod not many new people have been coming in live or to any of the vod's just you know all cards on the table so i think it makes a hell of a lot more sense to do it on youtube um because of course and then afterwards people see the show as well because twitch isn't a vod platform so we can grow grow that community it's exactly the same guys so i'm really really sorry to be a pain in the ass and i really hope you guys will come and come and join us on to youtube next sunday we'll be seven o'clock sunday um tez is still going to do the multi-stream of ministry of horror this week aren't you tez uh yeah this week and um yeah it's quite possible i'll i'll also switch that the uh, the following week to youtube um but obviously i'll confirm i'll confirm in the week but yeah i think that's that's the way things are things are looking I think if you think about it generally, you know, it's really, really boring talk, but like, if you think well, we're not making, uh, we're not monetized on, on Twitch at all because we're not, we gave that up. So they're not going to promote our stream because they don't make no money from us. A lot of people chat on Twitch, so YouTube think no one's watching us. So it's not getting into any, it's just like two magnets fighting against each other. And we need yeah. to take one of the magnets away to make every, more people find Ministry of Slam, which is what we're all about because uh, that's really good. So um, hopefully you guys aren't annoyed about that. Sorry if it's a pain in the ass. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't want to be a pain in the ass to anyone. But um, yeah, should we get on with it, Tez? I think let's, let's get on with it. Let's get on with it. It'd be good to good. So it's time, lit, Tez. It's time. Time for the rest of the news. Here we go. Let's go. Let's do it. It is the news. It's the news, Tez. It's time for the wrestling news. I couldn't hear the music this time, uh, Laura. I couldn't hear the. Uh... I've not shared the sounds test. Like all these different things. Oh, okay, don't worry. Right. I can. I can do it now. You'll hear it now. Go for it. Can you hear this? Can you hear this? Oh, oh I heard that. I heard right. that. <laughs> let's go. Right, let's do this. So first up on the news, one well, of the big headlines coming out this week: Ric Flair is coming out of retirement and plans to wrestle again. Mental. Oh it's mental. <laughs> you you just you just have to shake your head and say why why but dave Meltzer is reporting that the 73 year old flair is training to wrestle for the first time since 2011 
Uh, Flair's been posting videos in training sessions with Jay Lethal, and the videos have led to some to believe that he plans on wrestling again. Um, have you seen these videos, uh, Lawrence? Yeah, I have. I think they look quite good. I mean, he does look like he can actually wrestle still, but okay. um, I suppose that rather than looking at it negatively, let's not look at it negatively, okay. that the idea of Ric Flair going to wrestle is stupid. Uh, let's look at it positively, that the fact that he was on death's door not two or three years ago, and now he's even the thought in his world that he might be able to step into a wrestling ring or even that video montage of him wrestling Jay Lethal, that's positive energy because he was able to come out of that bad health situation and, you know, come out of it on top, essentially sort of, um, yeah, it was great. Like he could, he could essentially um, come back healthier and maybe, you know, that's a good thing, I think. What do you think? Yeah, I mean... I can see it from a personal uh, point of view. Uh, it's been his profession for, you know, God knows how long. He's been away from it quite a while. He's had this health scare, as you say. Um, so if he feels in his bones that, you know, he can still do something in the ring, uh, I just don't, For as a viewer, I don't want to see it. Right. Um, but from I, I I could see his side from a, as a personality, as a, you know, a, a, it's his profession. Um but as uh, Seth, he says he maybe needs more money for his next divorce. Right. Uh, <laughs> Meltzer has confirmed the news. Ric Flair is training to wrestle again. Uh, the stories about his return are accurate. Uh, now, Flair technically retired in 2008 at WrestleMania 24, but returned to the ring a year later for TNA. Uh, last match was on an episode of Impact Wrestling against Sting. Bloody uh, hell. Uh, that's, I mean, that's quite a ways back isn't it that's ages ago because that's when it was leading to sting versus hulk hogan in 2011 which is yeah. crazy so i was just sorting out the stream on the chat on stream it wasn't working or fixed it so yeah that was oh, okay. 2011 yeah because he was he was the leading for if if sting beat if sting beat rick flair he'd get to fight hulk hogan just sounds stupid no but let's take it as a positive he, he won't wrestle if he does it'd be entertaining and something to talk about you know so um i think the thing is is that he is positive. He's healthy enough to wrestle again. I think that's positive. I think we've got to look at it a lot, haven't we? Yeah, we, we, yeah, yeah. I just hope, you know, he doesn't have an accident in the ring. By that, I mean, you know, like health wise, not like, you know, things yeah. happen as you get older. I know. 73, though, mate. Can you, can, do you think you'll be wrestling when you're 73? <laughs> I feel like I'm 73 now and I'm only in my 30s. <laughs> He can't just handle getting off. He can't handle getting off from Barracles. No, he can't. No, no. Which is a shame. I mean, it's a shame. People could say it's crazy, and it is crazy, but it's also a positive. Let's look at the positive guys. Come on. Positive energy yeah. to Ric Flair. He's healthy enough to even consider getting in the wrestling ring. He was nearly dead not a few weeks, a few few years ago. Do you, do you let, let's say, you know, his, he does his training and he wants to uh, appear somewhere. Do you see either WWE or AEW uh, wanting to handle him because as as we see in the news it wasn't that long ago there was the uh dark side of the ring which discussed the plane ride from hell and the allegations that came out about yeah. uh, sexual misconduct uh he's denied the allegations but um do do you see either of the big companies wanting to handle an in-ring return for a 73 year old no. rick flair no not at all no. it'd be nwa okay yeah it'd be the nwa definitely 100 percent. i think it'd be the nwa I don't. Yeah. I don't think he would do it in AW, not at all. <laughs> although Rick, although Sting is jump, Sting is ten years younger. He's Ric Flair versus Sting. I mean, come on, let's do it. <laughs> it'd be great. It'd be amazing. It'd be perfect. Sort of full circle for Turner years. Barracles could go and start like 
like watch it because he watched the great american bash not a few weeks ago with dave oh no uh Starcade, was it uh clash of champions a few weeks ago and then it comes full circle watch every show leading up to rick flair versus thing again that's what we want <laughs> gcw would do it it says necro eric oh my goodness oh my god <laughs> He probably would do a, but he probably would do a bloody death match. It's a stupid thing. Oh my god! Nick, Rick Flair versus Nick Gage. I don't want to see an old age pensioner like cracking light tubes over over his head. Oh man, that'd no. be gross. Should we move on to the next bit of yeah, news? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, the authors of Pain have a new wrestling promotion Ooh. called Wrestling Entertainment Series. What? Uh, <laughs> Wes, the the new company, Wes. <laughs> they debut June 4th at the Motorpoint Arena in Nottingham, England, and will stream live on Fight TV. Motorpoint Arena? That seems like it's quite big. Is that like their main arena? Yeah. Well, that's... that's okay. It's a bit... I mean, are, are either of the guys English or based in England? Because it seems a bit no weird. Idea. They're, they're, uh, they're debuting quite a big kind of show from the looks, but it's streaming live on Fight TV. Um, so... I'm not going to try and pronounce their names because I will butcher it. But the, the the wrestlers formerly known as WWE's Authors of Pain are proud to announce the launch of a brand new professional wrestling promotion, Wrestling Entertainment Series, which I, I don't know what I think. Such a shit name. I was going to say, like, I don't know what I think like of that this. Name. Ministry of Slam uh, Internet Based <laughs> Talk System. <laughs> I can't think of the, uh, the acronym <laughs> for that. Um, but Wes will debut on June 4th live from the Motorpoint Arena in Nottingham, England, and it will be available to watch live around the world on Fight TV. Oh. Some of the biggest names in professional wrestling will be announced Rip very that. soon. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Um, it'll be announced very soon for their celebratory kickoff. Wes already has an action-packed schedule in place for the remainder of 2022 with several yet-to-be-revealed dates across Europe and the Middle East. Uh, Wes will also see the in-ring return of Selmani and Dinsa with legendary manager Paul Ellering by their side. Uh, the duo are set to re-establish themselves as one of the most dominant forces in tag team wrestling. Ooh. Now, this is pretty. this has kind of come out of nowhere, really, hasn't it? If you thought there's going to be a new promotion starting up, did you automatically think the Authors of Pain would be behind it? No, mate. It's going to be rubbish. But it's a huge arena, isn't it? Isn't it not massive? The Motorpoint... Motorpoint um... right, shall we have a little look? Capacity. Motorpoint Arena capacity is 10,000 people! Jesus Christ. What? I think that's where I saw WWE uh, Insurrection or something. Years um, it with Kevin Nash versus... Wow. Triple H in the in the in the main event. Is it insurrection? Yeah, I think and Bri Brian Adams is playing there right now. Brian Adams is there tonight. Oh my god! Yeah, and next Friday, Lawrence White Snake Foreigner in Europe. Wow, that's a hot new rock music. That'd and be amazing. Pussycat Dolls about two days later. Pussycat Dolls. Wow, what? That's a Frank in Ministry of Internet Stream Talking. That's it, Fran. You got that? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, that's that's huge for a wrestling. When is it? June. So June fourth, I reckon we can get 4th. free tickets for that. Tez, should we go? Should we go watch it? If we can get free tickets, I guarantee uh, yes, we'll get free it. tickets because then we'll be going to watch it. Like, shit, we need to pay for this event. We'll be like, wow, we're, we're literally right by the ringside. Hey, if you want to promote your show on the this podcast, let us know. 
you know, uh, good, let's do it. Get him on luck. for an interview. Good luck to you guys. Let's do it. So Fair. there's some some of the biggest names, but we don't know any of the names yet. So there's well, I've got no idea, good, mate. Good luck to them. No, yeah, good definitely. luck. Um, speaking ahead of the launch, um, Salmani had the following to say: "This has been a long time coming." Over the past number of months, we've been working tirelessly to put together a top-class product that will excite fans new and old. I'm very excited to finally launch Wes, and I st- still can't get over that name, <laughs> and to also reunite my partner, Sunny Dinsa, to unleash some pain again. Uh, the rest of the names for this event will be announced very soon, and they will send waves through the professional wrestling world. You won't want to miss this event. Um the fact that the authors are paying it back, I do think is pretty cool, especially with Paul Ellering, because yeah. that was probably the first kind of misstep I felt on the main roster. Right. Or it was, was it the end of NXT where they kind of dismissed Paul Ellering? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and that they were a cool unit. So, and you know, there was, they had some great matches. I mean, it's been a while, but. Is that, when is it? June 5th? June 4th? Uh, June 4th. Is it on their they're... website? Uh, do they have a website? June, so June 4th, the Motor Point Arena. And I'm off work that week. It's a Saturday. So. Oh my goodness! Um, sorry, we're doing live live internet. We're doing live internet. I, Terrible. I'll, I'll, you do it. I'll I'll, do it. Uh, what you want me to check it or fill, fill the air? Yeah, time? you fill the time. I'll check it then. I'll, I'll fill it. the air time. Uh, yeah. So I mean, the authors of Pain. Christ, when was it they left the WWE? It was probably about two, three years ago. They were. Let's find they out were how much released. tickets are. Uh, is it the next five star wrestling fan? The can says that might. That's kind of my initial thinking. Could it be? Oh. Paw Patrol Ooh. live are there, Tez. Okay. Paw Patrol? Are you kidding me? The Limelight Can't Orchestra. Wait. It's not on their website. Oh, right. So do Wrestling Entertainment have a website yet? No, but it's not, it's not on the Nottingham, web, Nottingham Arena website. Is hmm. it? Do you reckon it's maybe next year? <laughs> it makes more sense to be next year rather than three it, weeks. Because they're just like a month away and they're, <laughs> they're at an arena and they're promoting the but, show. But, Tez, do you know who else is playing there? Westlife on their Wildest Dreams tour. The, oh, the Wildest Dreams tour. That's one the, you can't The Westlife really Wildest Dreams tour. Pro, uh, tickets going all the way up to £109 for Westlife, Tez. What's your favourite I mean, Westlife song? Uh, my favourite Westlife song, uh, Lawrence, is the one where in the video... They take uh, their shirts it gets off. To the, it, well, I was going to say it gets to the key change and they all stand up from their stools. Right. Uh, that one. But the, the T-shirt one is also good. Yeah, the good one where they all get rained on is quite good as well, I think. That's the one. Yeah. And, 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 and there's they, a key change in that one. The key change on the third chorus, that's always that's always the best. Yeah. But it all seems to be saying that it is this year. But all events, wrestling events in Nottingham, all events in. It's crazy. Uh, it's in three weeks' time. It's the week after Double or Nothing. Why is it not showing all the wrestling events Imagine going, imagine going to that. We're hiring a 10,000 capacity arena. Come and watch us at our unnamed wrestling event. Um and uh we've got no wrestlers announced but we need to sell ten thousand tickets i think they're not gonna be the author, in a month all for the authors of pain will be their bloody accountant going he'll be the new author of pain he'll be the new member of the tag team they'll go for a trio's title in AEW with a real original or you know origin story of we started to start a wrestling promotion but our bank our bank account <laughs> manager had to join the tag team because we've now bankrupt i mean this so Eventbrite don't have anything. All events don't have anything, but everything is saying June. Da, da, da. Pro, um, okay. The, yeah, it's it nuts. June 4th. That's N- weird. It's And nuts. the remainder of 2022. So it must literally be 
next month. Okay, that's three weeks time, Tez. It's three weeks last night. Do you reckon, mate? Okay, here's here's an idea. Although again, it doesn't make sense why they'd have an arena. They're saying about you'll be able to watch it live around the world. Do you reckon it's not even like a live attendance thing? Maybe. Sounds silly to hire a ten thousand capacity venue. Yeah, they can come that, do it in my garden if they want. Well, exactly. <laughs> um okay well moving on from that insane news um so another big thing from uh, what we discussed I think last week roman reigns has reportedly signed a new wwe contract and he has addressed the rumors about his future the wwe undisputed champion grabbed the mic in trenton as we covered last week and said he may not be back as he is transitioning into a new phase which left fans fearing the company's top stars on his way out However, the publisher and editor, editor of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Dave Meltzer, confirmed the head of the table is not leaving. Uh, instead, the tribal chief has signed a new long-term deal with the wrestling giants and will just be working far less dates, just like Lesnar and Hulk Hogan from back in the day. Um, that will allow the six-time world champion to spend more time with his family as he is raising five, five children. Five children, wow. Jeez. Viral young man. Um, <laughs> Meltzer told Wrestling Observer Radio, this is not for him, but the situation is that he got a new deal, and the new deal is for far less dates. I don't know how many show shows he's going to be doing, but it'll be much less than the number that he's doing now. What do you think about this? Uh, the uh, the champion going on a, a smaller sort of schedule. I mean, it always happens. Well, but, I think it's um, silly. Um, to be honest, first thoughts are silly. But um, I think we'll have a bit of a chat, chat about it deeper after the news, aren't we, Tez? But I, I think it's a wee bit a wee bit silly because why have they built him up if he's not going to be on all shows? Uh, and the other, all the other titles are shit. Well, this is it. And so, um, They've got no champion. The shows need it. Need, uh, need Let's get into after the news, Tez. We'll get into it after the news. We'll get into yeah. after the news. Um, but yeah, that's basically it. You know, his uh, Meltzer continues. He's going to be into, in a new phase of his life. He's got young kids and everything like that. Um, in his mid to late thirties, he probably wants to preserve his body uh, a little bit more. Hmm. Makes sense. Well, he's got many years. He's got forty years yet to catch up with Ric Flair. Exactly. You know, if Ric Flair looks like he's taking a break in your mid thirties. Yeah, yeah. Come on, come on, mate. Kota Ibushi reportedly feels that he can't go back to New Japan wrestling after recent tweets. Uh, Kota Ibushi shared several messages showing his tension with NJPW officials and accused them of sexual harassment Ooh. and dealing with the Yakuza. Unbelievable. Uh, Ibushi's issue seemed to be with uh, Kikuchi, a New Japan executive who was part of the company's talent relations department. Uh, according to the Wrestling Observer newsletter, Kota Ibushi may be done with the company as he wants his release and doesn't feel he can go back after recent complaints. The tweets with Kikuchi show Ibushi wanting to quit as he feels the company has taken advantage of him. Guido has been trying to resolve things, but Ibushi doesn't seem to feel that's possible. That's quite a lot to uh, to digest. Well, one of the there. biggest stars there, pretty jacked up as well. But like, it's mad. Like he's obviously got his uh, injured shoulder. Uh, that's why he's. Um not wrestling and they had that mm. weird thing don't they where you have to wrestle even if you you know they take the belt off you if you're injured and all that well, they got quite strict rules over there quite, old school wrestling vibes you hear all these old old school stories of like if you're injured pretend you're not injured so you don't lose your spot and i think that's still the sort of thing over there a little bit uh in many ways and it's a bit mm. to say like the yakuza and sexual harassment i mean if that's not true um yeah that's pretty heavy accusations to throw around if they're maybe not 
accurate, potentially. Yeah, but he'll get a job in AEW. He'll be huge. Oh, 100%. 100%. Really? I mean, he, he, was, uh, he was awesome with his brief time um, in WWE doing the Cruiserweight Classic. Yeah, yeah. Um, really excellent showing. Um, so, I mean, he's not going to struggle to, you know, kind of find work. If he wants no, to no. make a trip again to America, I mean, he'd fit right in with the when Kenny Omega returns and the whole big, big storyline they've got going on with the various groups. Um, yeah, well, oh, Necro Eric. Sadly, he has to go to AEW. His career is over. No, it'd be good in AEW if he, if he gets the ring time, if they balance things. But crazy, crazy... Uh, crazy storyline there yeah. well not storyline real life um moving on now i've not seen any of this show no um, right. no it's, but it's been renewed it's clearly doing something right young rock has been renewed for season three Ooh. uh the sitcom focusing on the life and career of Dwayne the rock johnson will return for at least one more run as reported by deadline on thursday this comes just over one week away from the show's season two finale which is expected to air on the 24th of may uh, starring the likes of Joseph Lee Anderson, Stacey Lelua, and uh, Anna. Uh, I'm not good at names. <laughs> I'm good at reading things except names. Um, with Johnson himself serving as an executive producer. Uh, Young Rock debuted with an original 11 episode run in February 2021. There's currently no word on how many episodes the third season will feature. Hmm. I did try and watch the first episode of season one. Yeah. Not my kind of show. Not my kind of sitcom. Imagine being so big that you can, you're can you still alive and you can make a sitcom about yourself. You're so popular, you can executive produce your own sitcom. That well, gets the, renewed for three series. In the first episode, it's him... <laughs> It's him on his run, his presidential run. He's running for president. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. A bit like Parks and Rec when they went oh, spoilers <laughs> for the last series of Parks and Rec. Goes to future. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. It's I think maybe like four years or something ahead, and he's being interviewed about his his life in the run up for his presidential election. That's when he starts talking about it. So I assume the shows are all done as part of like like a How I Met it, Your Mother. Type imagine thing where... The Rock. Uh, actually running for president in like the debates and stuff. I mean, the people, you'd have to keep it serious, but I mean, they'd have no chance like winning a debate against The Rock. It'd be, quite well, ent- yeah. be so entertaining. I wish I was American. <laughs> I'd vote. I'd, vote I'd much him. better I'd rather vote, vote for, for The Rock there than Boris Johnson. God. <laughs> imagine like, Boris Johnson, like, imagine The Rock in like the Houses of Parliament. It'd be so good. All those snooty idiots were, shaking their papers. Rah, rah, rah. Rah, you know, the Queen's speech every year. You know, Prince Charles walks, walks up and then The Rock's there and goes, ban that foie gras. Ban it. And it, okay, I'll do it. You know, <laughs> no to the third trade, Prince Charles and The Rock. Or I'll lay the smack down on, on you, Prince Charles. And The Rock would do it. Man, I wish The Rock was British. Then, then he could be our Prime Minister. It'd be amazing. Yeah. Imagine that. They come out to knight him with the sword and he just turns it into rock bottoms. Like, oh, yeah. It'd be amazing, wouldn't it? It'd be so good. I'll give you the people's elbow. That makes you a sir. <laughs> Finishes every um, every debate with the eyebrow raise. Yeah, yeah. 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 It'd be amazing. Oh, he's so, oh, he's so yeah, he'll ask his opposition a question as soon as they start talking. Like, it doesn't matter what yeah. you think about yeah. foreign policies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'd be great, wouldn't it? So good. Uh, was it uh, was it my gentleman? They call it the 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 gentleman or something. Where they send the, the houses of parliament when they the, yeah they they say the fellow my colleague over there. What they say the rock would be amazing. I wish he was British. He my tag team partner in Britain, uh, Boris Johnson. Oh um. god! Imagine the rock and Boris Johnson meeting. You got like, the rock looking just badass, covered in tattoos and giant, next to fluffy haired fat gut. 
<laughs> Bloody idiot Boris Johnson. We all... It would be funny to see it. But yeah, we, we need we need The Rock to run in the next four years. Please, well, I, mean, I imagine both Just do it for entertainment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We need the entertainment. Yeah. Um, honourable so, gentleman. There you go. The honourable gentleman. I'm going to hand this over to the honourable gentleman, The Rock. <laughs> do you reckon they would say, uh, my honourable gentleman, uh, Dwayne Johnson? Or it'll have to be Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, he, yeah. He, he always is that. Oh, man. Maybe we can now, like, make him Sir The Rock. Sir The Rock. That would be brilliant. Uh, now, next up on the news, some not so great news, unfortunately. Um, Jim Ross has provided an update on the health of Jake the Snake Roberts. AEW commentator Jim Ross has said that Jake the Snake Roberts, his health is not good, which is why he's not been appearing on TV lately. Uh, during Grilling JR, the podcast um, that he has with Conrad, uh, Ross talks about the health of the snake. I just saw him a few weeks ago and he's still battling his breathing issues. He's not in great health. That's why you don't see him as often on AEW television as he once was as he once was when he was fronting Lance Archer. But his health is not good and he's taken the means to address it. He still has surgeries left, but he has breathing issues. He, I don't think he was on TV that long ago, was it? Two he was out back? with Lance Archer when he went against Wardlow. Yeah. Um Oh, and that correct says uh, Jake said that, that was complete BS. Oh. oh wrestlers Ooh. not telling the truth. Never. Uh they're they're honorable. They're the honorable gentlemen of the entire wrestling community. Yeah. Yeah. Um well, I got the news, so it's not it's not true. So um well Wh- it's all which, alleged all alleged. Whichever the case, you know, I hope all the best for Jake the Snake's health, whether it's doing bad at the moment or well, it's not as bad as it said. Well, he's another one. I mean, the things with Jake Roberts being an AEW, it was really cool at the first when he came out of Cody. But he came out, was it the, It was kind of, was it Empty Arenas? I can't remember if it was Empty Arenas because of the lockdown. I think but, it was. Yeah. But Jake, Jake, I think it was. Jake being an AEW, like, you think where he was in his life was all you all know the history of Jake Roberts. And to see him, you know, even out there in a wrestling arena, he'd done the short arm clothesline on Hangman Page, I think it was, or someone. Um, mm. When Lance Archer went against him, like that's 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 really cool for him. I, I must be so, someone who went through everything he went through. Yes, some of it allegedly was like self. Well, it was self. Self. He done it himself. Um, yeah. You know, to see him now out there with lots of positive energy in the wrestling arena, loads of thousands of people, and it's just a shame you don't hear him on the mic too much. A lot of it doesn't make any sense when he talks. A lot of what he used to say years ago was was really on it and great wrestling promos. I think. Um, no, it's, it's okay. He's about. Well, there was that documentary, the um, what's it called, the Redemption of Jake the Snake yeah, Roberts, yeah, yeah. um, or the Resurrection of Jake the Snake Roberts. That I mean, yeah, he has had a tough life, and um, he's been through the ringer. I mean, yeah, this, you know, the self-inflicted side of things, but I mean, his his childhood and everything he's gone. Yeah, through, yeah, yeah, totally. You know, to come back to where he is, he is now, and being on on wrestling shows again, which you know maybe five years ago, five ten years ago, you wouldn't have thought was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's really cool. I mean, I kind of think his relationship or his managing of Lance Archer. Doesn't I don't fit. know. I th- no, because Lance Archer doesn't need a manager. He's no. his whole persona is no BS. I just want to kill people, Kick the shit out of people. Yeah, yeah, and. Um, Jake the Snake, I think, would be someone he'd fit better with uh, an individual or a group that maybe aren't so good on the mic, and he can do his cryptic, weird, uh, weird promos. Uh, yeah, but yeah, he I mean, would be good with. Yeah, 
not in AW, he'd be good with Judgment Day, as long as he was kept within lines of what he'd said. Like, I think he'd be called like an elder statesman of Judgment Day, or the Judgment Day, as they call them. Okay, AW, yeah. That might be quite cool. But you got your right with Rhea Ripley joining Tez. Well done. Oh, no, that's pretty cool. I know, um, amazing. It's pretty surprised. She's got black hair now as well. Yeah, of course, she's a baddie. Yeah, she's a baddie now. Oh, black hair. Um, and Edge has had his hair cut. I think he looks smarter now. because I think he looks rubbish. It, really? I thought he looked... Because he had it quite... He didn't use conditioner, did he? It was all quite no, gra- straggly and yeah. and stuff. He didn't take care of his hair. Whereas, I don't know. I did see the back of it. It does look like someone's just taken a shaver to the, the yeah. back of his head. I don't think Edge used conditioner. No. Boot no. polish is Barricles. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we'll go. Well, I think that's it for the initial part of the news. Yeah, spoilers uh, for last night's Impact, though. This is the next one. Spoiler yeah. warning for Impact Wrestling if you watch Impact. So, as we saw on last night's Impact tape, well, on the Impact tapings, Aces and Eights have made a comeback at Impact Wrestling. Uh, in one of the upcoming episodes that was taped, the faction went up against Vincent and Kenny King. Uh, it's been quite a few years since the stable disbanded, and now they have returned. According to a correspondent, Garrett Bischoff and Wes Briscoe were managed by D'Lo Brown. However, at this time, it is unknown if this is a permanent move for the group or just a one-off reunion for the weekend. Aces and eights are back, Tez. Are you excited? Oh, man. I mean, this whole the, since they disbanded, I've been like, where's where's Wes Briscoe? Where's Garrett Bischoff? They're the, the young go-hards of the future of this industry. <laughs> that was 10 years ago with bloody Garrett Bischoff. So 10 years later, he's back wrestling. It's crazy. I mean, Garrett Bischoff back in wrestling. <laughs> aces and aces. It was, I mean, it was all right, I guess, for impact at the time. But it was it still about Hulk moments. Hogan fighting them. It had its moments. Um yeah, it was it was kind of in that era of impact where things were taking a bit of a turn from what they were, or they yeah, yeah. You know, it, it had been going down that route. Um, did we not? I think we talked about Aces of Eight last week when we were talking about Impact. Actually, um, yeah, I mean they kind of tried to do like a new NWO, but based around Sons of Anarchy, and they yeah. went through the whole thing. So many members, half of them a bunch of nobodies. Then you've got people randomly defecting. And, oh god, yeah. Bully Ray and mm. yeah, Anderson and all that. Um, Wes is working for Wes. <laughs> yes, Barry. Wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me. Uh, yeah, it seems a uh, seems a little bit weird. I mean, they're not really they're not really names in the industry. I mean, D'Lo Brown, obviously, you know, everyone knows D'Lo Brown, but yeah, I can honestly say, Lawrence, it's not going to make me start watching Impact. Um, <laughs> No. Again, if if Impact was on like a UK TV channel or somewhere, yeah, I maybe dip in, but it just doesn't. Yeah. None of them actually seem like real bikers. <laughs> I mean, I went to we Voodoo Vegas played a the German headquarters of one of the main bikers, the real biker. I'm not gonna say who it is because I don't want to get myself in trouble. Because no, no. once I got myself in a lot of trouble, I've probably told the story before at a festival. I mentioned that we played for one biker crew. And then the other bike crew that hates them were at the, the next week's festival. Uh, I mentioned it on stage and they wanted to beat the shit out of me. It's not real life. It was horrendous. Quite scary. Um, and um, these bike people are uh, quite scary people. Uh, nice people. Don't get me wrong. They're very nice people. But I've had the experiences playing music with scary situations. Um, and uh, they would say, I remember when we played the German festival, um, the head of the whole faction or the head of the whole group uh, the head of the mc 
uh, got me in in his um, in the office or his his room, and he had a what's it called a gavel. He had a gavel just like Sons of Anarchy, and I said to him because at the time around me watching Sons of Anarchy, he was like. Why have you got the gavel then? Because he, he was telling me the whole time Sons of Anarchy was a load of bullshit. He was like, it's just bullshit, Sons of Anarchy. And so why have you got the gavel? And he was like, well, my, the guy's got it for me as a joke because of Sons of Anarchy because it was so popular at the time. And Sons of Anarchy was massive popular at the time. Or, or we or Meryl me were watching. I can't remember. It might have already finished. Um, and uh, he said it's bullshit. So <laughs> he said Sons of Anarchy is really bullshit. So think how wrong TNA or Impact Wrestling's uh, Aces and Eights are. If Sons of Anarchy's bullshit, which it clearly is, how how bullshit is aces and eights in comparison to a real biker MC? Um, They're the sort of bikers where, like, um, rather than coming to the ring on like a Harley, like um, you know, Big Evil or Red Booger or whatever he called himself, coming a Prius, it'd be like a tricycle, wouldn't yeah. it? It'd be like a, a knockdown version. No, it'd be like a knockdown version of what um, Triple H had when he came out to the ring, but it was a tricycle as opposed yeah, yeah. to a motorbike. Yeah, It'd be like the Fisher Price version of that. Oh man, good good people though with uh, the uh, MCs we played for, like yeah. very friendly, nice people. But I've seen bad sides of certain things. Should I should I, should I, uh, should I tell a story? Should yeah, go for it. Story? So we played a venue in the UK. I'm not gonna say where it is and say anything, so I don't want to get in trouble because it was horrible. But we played a venue in the UK, um, and we drove in. So to get into the venue, I had to drive around the back of it, and there was a big gate. So you drove through the gate, and then it closed behind us. So we're in this big up, big car park area, and uh, we're getting all our stuff out of the van. And there's Soundman's there, getting all his stuff out of the van to take to the stage. Mm-hmm. And then Soundman's on the side, you know, side slidey door of the van of his van. And then he goes to close it, and he closes the uh, the car park or the yard's dog head in the door. Hits the by a complete accident. It was didn't mean to do it. Complete accident. And then the owner of the place we were playing came out into the car park or the yard and beat the living hell out of the guy who closed the door, the sound man, beat the hell out of him. It was utterly awful. Cause I've been training that dog to be friendly for, for years and you've ruined it again. Like just literally destroyed it, except it was an accident. It was the dog's fault sticking his head in the door, like beat the, it was horrendous. And I was like, I was right there. I like, didn't do anything, didn't say anything. We were locked in. This place, obviously, it was shut gate, and they expected us to play. I remember Nick uh, from the band was there as well, and we were like, "Oh man, what do we do now?" Like, I remember phoning my dad, uh, and I was like, "We're stuck in this place. Um, what do we? What do we do?" <laughs> it was so scary because you didn't want to get on the wrong side of them at all. Because obviously, you've just seen that. And the the thing is, that guy was um, unpatched. He wasn't patched into the crew. He was one of the part of the MC, and they ended right. up. Um, he ended up still doing the sound. And by the end of the night, his whole face was just destroyed like swollen up eyes oh, and he still had God. to do the sound and uh oh man and then and then they said they were going to give us accommodation and they put us in this horrendous like office block thing you could there was not even a toilet in there we had to sleep there it is so gross so that was a bad side of the mc when we went to germany and played for another group it was they treated us like kings and put us up in a luxury hotel and free food and drink everywhere but this this uh one in the uk was I think one of the most scariest moments of my time playing music so i definitely don't think aces and eights are anything like that situation sorry no, to... i mean as as the gruff says because i was kind of thinking it as well um it kind of sounds like there's a there's a horror film called green room i've seen it yeah of captain Picard. yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> it, it was horrible, mate. They, 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 I was like, they've just beaten that guy. Like, he couldn't even get up. It was like, he still, and then he sort of woke up and then he still done the sound. It was unbelievable. Um, and then the main band, we were supporting them, didn't turn up. So we had to be the main band. And it was like, we just want to go. And then my friend turned finish. up. My friend turned up. He was a copper as well. He said, "Do not say I'm a copper on 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 stage. Do not say it." <laughs> so I didn't, of course. Oh mate, it was horrible. I remember. I remember we were sound checking. I went because it was downstairs, like, underground, and I walked up to the bar. They get out! Shouting at me like we were not allowed. Like all the guys were shouting. So I went into their like main room and they were having one of their uh, gavel clubhouse. Yeah. Oh. But some of them I played for are really nice. Ones up in Grimsby and over in Germany. But this other place was horrible. <laughs> scary Oof. times there you go there's a little uh little uh biker story on for live experience so yeah go mountain biking instead yeah exactly you know you never hear about evil mountain biking groups do you no they, they just like wearing all their colorful lycra all tight yeah. blokes together wearing their tight lycra and going to look at viewpoints they love it taking up the road when you're trying to get past them yeah, yeah. get away that's the best way let's do let's go out together and get sweaty that's the best thing you want to do <laughs> right there we go <laughs> on, on that note that was the news that was the news. That was the news, test. That was the rest of the news. <laughs> that was the news. Uh, right, Meryl, we need you. Here comes Meryl, Tez. Here we go. Talking about MCs, we've got a great Meryl main here tonight. Oh, ties, looking forward to this. All ties into it, actually, a little bit. So, uh, um, yes, yeah, very interesting. Hey, Meryl, how you doing? Here's Meryl, Tez. Hey. Hey Meryl. How you doing, Meryl? Hey, good, thanks. How are you guys? We're good, Meryl. Still, still remember that, that Germany story? Um, at the MC headquarters. Oh yeah, yeah, that was quite fun, wasn't it? it was yeah, that like one was. Fun. Fun. Remember the remember the Bristol one? Oh. I said where it was. Whoops. Oh. <laughs> it wasn't in Bristol. <laughs> <laughs> remember that one? That was scary. Yeah, that was a bit. Yes, yes. So, yeah. Anyway, so this, this is another guy who's a little bit like that. This guy here, he's got his own crew. Uh, it's Nick Gage. Uh, he's oh. the guy who, you know, that David Arquette documentary, you saw him get all, all stabbed in the throat. <laughs> yeah. This is the guy who did it. Oh, this oh, is Nick Gage. He's a very bad man. Um, what do you think Nick Gage looks like, Meryl? Oh, it's a bit tricky, I think. I think it's because his head's going up like this. It's hard. To, it's harder to tell. I, I'm getting like an idea, though. Like maybe... No, no, the shuttlecock in badminton. Of course. <laughs> He's got a bit of a shuttlecock face. <laughs> Is it called a shuttlecock? It's called a shuttlecock. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, yeah. The bit, the thing you hit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, so is he the, the whole shuttlecock or is he just the, the sort of rounded half ball end? He's the whole thing. His but face is the whole thing. Nick Gage looks like a shuttlecock. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, if he wasn't looking up, I might, I might say something else, but. I think the angle well, he's being badass, him... Meryl. Well, I suppose, yeah. He's, like, he's in the crew, yeah. Word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There we go. So, uh, Nick Gage looks like a shuttlecock. <laughs> well done, Meryl. Thank you. Thanks. There we go. Well done. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye, Meryl. <laughs> you ever played much badminton, Tez? Uh, not for about 25 years. Is it in the Olympics? See, I never liked badminton in comparison to tennis, just because you can't really form whack it. And even if you do, it's still just... Yes. Yeah. yeah. At least with tennis, you can give it some oomph. Yeah. And, um, uh, yeah. Exert some energy. I'm still been thinking about doing that. You know, when are we going to start that badminton podcast? I really want to get into it, but... Ministry of Badminton. I thought yeah. that was 
uh, top secret. Yeah, it's a Friday night, seven o'clock on the MWS network, Ministry of Badminton. The UK's prime. <laughs> We've just both got like live stream cameras in our own empty uh, like badminton places. Where, yeah. Like, yeah, we are playing this. We're just yeah. in completely different counties. Yeah, it's amazing. The Ministry of Badminton coming soon. Necroeric is badminton popular in Canada. We please let us know more on that. Do they, do they have badminton in Canada? Has it got be. a different name? I, out I don't there? think it's in the Olympics. Is it? I'm not sure. I mean, they got a lot of crap in the Olympics. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not sure. Um, but there we go, Tess. That was a, that was the news. That was the mineral mania. Now it's time for time for an advert. Um, so um, should we should we do it? Let's have an ad. Okay. So guys, we'll be back. After these messages, we'll be right back. Sandwiches. They're appetizing. Delectable, delightful, exquisite, enticing, heavenly, enjoyable. We all love a good sandwich. If you are fed up with eating good sandwiches, check out Framwiches, a new franchise sandwich from the franchise. It's delicious, it's tasty, it's the biggest explosion of taste in your mouth. Framwiches. Not just a sandwich, it's a frownwich. Restoring the balance of pro wrestling radio. The Ministry of Slam Radio Show. Coming up this week on the MOS Network. Thank you very much, first of all, for being here, guys. Very much appreciate you guys watching the live show. Of course, with the big news that we are going to be moving the show exclusively to YouTube every single Sunday at 7 p.m. UK. That shouldn't change anything for you live viewers. You just got to log into YouTube. Everybody's got YouTube. It will very much help out the show grow, which is what we're all about. And we're all about building our MOS community. So come and check us out next Sunday at 7 p.m. UK on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash the MOS network. If you are listening to the podcast, thank you very much for checking out the podcast, guys. We really appreciate it. You guys got us into the top 50 of the UK wrestling podcast charts. You actually got us to 43 this week, which is really awesome. So thank you very much for that, guys. That is so great. And thank you to anyone who's new who's found out the MOS show on the podcast feed. Really appreciate it, dudes. On Tuesday, we've got the Ministry of Horror with Tez live across the Information Superhighway. Check out Tez as he goes through the Evil Dead franchise with the release of the big Evil Dead game. It's a great time to look back at the franchise as well as all the horror news of the week, reviews, Ministry of Horror Book Club, and much more. Tez and me will also be doing some gaming streams. I've been playing some Red Dead Redemption on the YouTube channel and some Halo Infinite. And Tez has been doing WE2K My Rise and he also played the evil dead game there's a lot of stuff coming out on the mos network youtube channel lots of gaming lots of community building stuff and lots of great stuff please come and join our discord and lots of all good stuff stuff is great wrestling wins much love and thanks for supporting the mos network see you guys later boom We are back to
We're back, Tez. We're back to talk about wrestling and lots of other stuff, it seems like. That tends to be the case of every Ministry of Slam. Um, but yeah, it's going to be good. Excited. Yeah. Excited, Tez. I'm Ooh. excited about exciting things. And that's good. Like finding or just creating stuff and doing a content thing is it's always good when you know you connect with new people so again thank you to everyone who listened on that podcast feed this week it's really really good get getting up in those charts man it's it's quite yeah. exciting it's good, good. Stuff. It's good. It's good stuff. Also, before we get into the next bit, so remember the WWE pre-sales this week, isn't it? For the Clash at the Castle. Are you going to go for it? Are you going for tickets? The 17th starts with VIP packages, which would be a ridiculous amount of money. I will uh, I will see what the prices look like. I mean, obviously, I've got, I've got a front, uh, front window to replace uh, this right. week. So I'm going to see how much that's going to cost me. Um, yeah, I will keep an eye. If the prices aren't crazy then uh yeah i'll look at getting a ticket if they are kind of silly money then i'm not gonna bother it's the 17th um, barracles for the big pre-sale being the um being the sort of vip super packages where they bring legends over and you get to stay in a hotel and all that sort of stuff uh but eric graf says i'll try and get some tickets and let me know if you want him to get you some tez and the graf says lawrence too yeah i will i'll, I'll look at the uh i appreciate that graf um i'll look at what the kind of the prices are um and just kind of see what I think is feasible, but uh, yeah, I'll I'll let you know. We'll uh, we'll coordinate in the Discord. I um, reckon. I don't know what I'm going to do behind baseball. Already pay for a hotel um, before stuff happened a few weeks ago. So now oh. I now I don't know what to do. <laughs> Classic behind baseball. Uh, so I've got to suss that one out. Um, so I've already got a Cardiff hotel booked. Uh, so I need to suss out what's happening with that on that front. But apart from that, I'm quite. I, I think I'll try and get tickets. It'd be quite hey. good to go and see it at the Millennium Stadium. Worst comes to worst, Lawrence. You can always bring a laptop with you and watch it on the network live in could your do, hotel. Could do now. Pay for it. Yeah, could do that. Yeah. Or I could, um, I could drive. I mean, you don't even have to get a hotel. The reason I, I thought would be good to meet everyone, but that drive back from Cardiff is. I like that drive. Go through Melbourne Abbas. Drive past your place, Tez. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, the drive. Uh, I've done Cardiff before, and I lived in Ringwood, and it's just a nice drive, isn't it? I like that drive. Long drive, but it's nice. I like that yeah. drive. Done it many a time with a band. Okay, uh, that's quite cool. But no, yes, let's liaise on the Discord, guys. If you're going to go to the WE show or you want to message us and stuff to get to, if we want to get tickets together or anything like that, let's try and suss that out because we get to go and meet as a community. Or we can just all go to a delicious vegan hangout in Cardiff and we'll have some delicious food together. Uh, have some vegan sandwiches. Yeah, yeah, we could. Yeah, yeah, lettuce and that's it. Um, <laughs> so there we go. So should we get into the what we can talk about right now is. Um, the Roman Reigns contract situation first up, Tez. Um, now, it's interesting. The, what I'm finding about it, of course, what's come out is that he signed this contract with less dates, essentially like a Brock Lesnar or Goldberg contract. That's what the, the internet world is saying. It's a Brock Lesnar slash Goldberg style contract with less dates, John Cena sort of contract, you know, where he will be doing less paid views, less house shows, less TV, just turning up two or three weeks before a TV like Goldberg would to promote the pay-per-view event. Um, now, that's all well and good. But I think the fact that they've put so much behind him with him being the double champion, him burying everyone, or Brock buried everyone, destroyed everyone in a second, and then Roman beat him, etc. It's like, it just seems very strange that there's no one else there. They're not going to have the championships on the on the show. He's not going to be on Hell in a Cell because Roman was on the poster for Hell in a Cell. Now he's, it's Cody's on the poster. And to not have built up another guy with the idea that this was going to happen it seems strange i mean who's going to take over a smackdown what's the feud's going to be on smackdown you know drew versus 
who? Irene. Uh, I mean, I'd for from a a personal you know perspective for for him you know that's that's great he's at the point where he is top of the table top of the top of the tree head of the table all that stuff so yeah you want to get to a stage where you're not busting your ass how many nights a week i get that but we've had such a, a period on and off the last few years sometimes good sometimes bad with brock when he comes in becomes the champion but doesn't appear all the time i just hope that we don't have Roman transition to this kind of part-time schedule, but still either be the champion or that before he takes this break, or whatever, wouldn't surprise me if he drops it to Brock, like Brock returns and he oh. drops it to him. Or as, um, as it was said in the chat last week, I think it might have been Barry, actually on the call in that they go with the re- reliable Randy. Um, well, that's what was t- like, it seemed like when they'd done the pro promo on SmackDown this week, Randy was in the ring with Roman and I mean, I've never liked Randy Orton, even though he's a great wrestler and his, you know, I, I've just never liked Randy Orton. This last, sort of, I didn't, I, I mean, I hated Matt Riddle, but for some reason, and I don't know why, I'm starting to like Matt Riddle and I like Randy Orton now. Uh, so having Randy Orton, a babyface going against Roman Reigns, it's, it's quite cool. I, I'm actually quite excited about that in a way. I've never liked Randy Orton, but now for some reason I like him. So something's happened. Maybe it's because he's now the elder statesman, but he can still go and all that. So he could be great as a champion. I mean, who else? I just, I can't, I can't say. And and the other front is that you've got these other two um, titles, the Intercon- if the belts are going away, you've got the Intercontinental belt on Ricochet, which hasn't been on WrestleMania for like four, five, six years, and the mm. US title on Theory. Like, could they not be, bring them up a bit? But they've been so damaged. I mean... The the, the last few years, they've really, really diminished um, kind of what the original meaning of like the IC title was. It used to be like the workhorse title. Yeah, didn't yeah. It? Now it's it was just either, the shit title. Yeah, it was either the workhorse or it was that the title that you'd get because you're then going up to the main event in the, yeah, yeah. You know, the next six months. But I mean... I, I really sometimes don't understand their booking like around the IC title specifically when, you know, Shinsuke, I think he's won it twice now. Both times his championship reigns have been him barely ever defending it. Mm. So I don't really know how they're positioning those titles. Um, and yeah, in terms of the main event, we've got the people mentioned. You could also maybe say uh, Drew, but he just doesn't feel like he did a few years ago. I don't know if that's because he keeps swinging around a stupid sword. Like I hate the sword gimmick. Mm. I think if he has it just as a bit of dressing for his entrance, fine. But when he then starts swinging it at people, it's like... Yeah, attempted murder every episode. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, stop trying to murder people, Drew. You're a good guy. I mean, it's going to be interesting, I think, to see if they do go all the way with Cody. Because whenever someone new comes along, I always kind of have that fear that, WWE going to get bored of them within like a month within two months mm. um, and they start dropping down the pecking order now so far it seems so far so good as far as I'm aware with Cody Yes, um, I don't watch the week to week to be honest but I mean um, he was on the Money in the Bank promo that's at the Vegas Stadium and he was he's now on the poster for Hell in the Cell so they are pushing him I think and yeah and I think that's wise because while I've not always really liked Cody as I said in, in AEW just because it seemed a bit kind of you know 
a bit odd his booking uh, back back then but it makes sense you know he comes from wrestling family he is great on the mic he can he kind of he ticks all the boxes really yeah um you know he always wears his suits i'm sure vince loves that um so it would be good but then you kind of always think they treated him one way before how long are they going to keep treating him right you know i, I don't know I, it's it's a tough one but they just don't seem to have really met it's, it's the old thing isn't it wwe don't make new stars and i can't see who would step in other than you know other than the people that have been there already and like you know where's this judgment day thing going i mean they're, they're bad guys they're against the the bullet club for one of a better term fit finn and AJ, you know that, that. I guess they could become a big badass faction in the Fed. That might be quite cool. We've not had a faction for ages, but I love. I do love a good faction. Yeah, so do I. I, do mate. Love a good and I like Rhea being in it as well. Like I said, there hasn't been a good female in a faction for ages. Mm. And and you know, like you said, she could win the belt and become the first champion in that faction. That that that's quite cool. I like that idea. Um, and while I've never, I've never really been the biggest Edge fan. Like I like his mic work, but in ring, he's never really been. You know has never really wowed me i think with his current kind of setup i wouldn't mind him getting another title run you know front in judgment day i think that would look quite yeah, cool yeah no, that would be good but then if roman's off like why did they why did they unify the titles first like that was silly they didn't need to do that at all if they knew this was coming up they could have still had a, a universal champion or we champion mm. one of the two which would have been cool and he goes away and pops in and out and has these big big fights um and then is the idea that they could maybe raise up the US title because Cody, the American nightmare with a US belt would be quite cool, I guess. But then yeah, is, I... is Cody bigger than the belt? Does he bring the belt up or does it bring Cody down? Because it's just been, it's not many steps ahead of the US, of the 24-7 title, is it? No, this is it. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised him taking you know, one of the mid, uh, the mid titles, but you kind of think... The, the best case scenario, if he did take IC or if he US and the US one from, from theory, would be that he can elevate it a bit. I mean, I know he's been at that level before, you know, a while back, and you might think, oh, he's back at WWE and he's just at IC level. But maybe, you know, with his kind of his charisma and star power, for want of a better term, he could raise, you know, that mid-tier title to to mean a bit more, maybe. Mm. Um I don't know. I, I I always prefer them to bring someone new into the title picture, uh, just because it gives you a bit more unpredictability. But part of me does just sort of think when we get to that stage where it's looking like Rome's going to take a bit of time off, um, he will lose we'll it. We'll hear Lesnar's music, and we'll just be oh for God's sake. I, I like Lesnar. I like what he's been doing. But I think if you're part time, don't be in the title picture or very you just need big badass matches, don't you? Very sparingly, yeah. or just put him in a two dudes banging heads and beating the shit out of each other. That's what you need, you know? You don't yeah. need these guys being champions because it makes everyone else much worse. Yeah, I mean, the booking they've had, especially with uh, the, you know, Rumble through to Mania, was that no one's on the, their level. No one's on Lesnar's level. No one's on Roman's level. Um, and so how, how do you then make someone a viable opponent? I mean, really, okay. you're kind of in a position where it just seems to be the big meaty boys. Bobby yeah. Lashley, Drew um you know i guess to a degree randy uh, but but out of that lot of all these people i do think you know as we discussed a moment ago i think edge in his current guys i would be happy with him beating uh, Roman. yeah i i reckon they're going to split the titles back up because i'm sure the tv execs are going to be like we need a champion on our show why are champion. all the champions on the other show you know yeah, and why, why is there no champion at all i mean 
Where mm. is it? You know, mm. I mean, you got yeah. the females, Rhonda as well, but then Charlotte's going off to maybe get married or, or whatever the story was last week, and you got um, you know, that's quite cool, and Bianca Belair, but they're not as big stars, are they? As as uh, Roman, to be fair, no. Rhonda Rhonda is no. a big star, but she's not she's not huge, you know. She, I don't know, I don't know, dude. The the history of that company is built around it has been built around male wrestlers, and you haven't got those world championships on the on the TV show. It's not. It's uh, it's not, I don't know. It just feels like what they were fighting for. Exactly. That, the weird. title, that... the the title should be your aspiration. Like no one should be going, "Hey, I've come here because I want to be twenty four seven champion." Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, think bigger. Mm. It's weird. I don't know. I don't mm. know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. But I think it's a shame that um, they've sort of made everyone lesser than, and then he's now, you know, if he does take all this time off, not on pay per views and things. What, I mean, I suppose you've got money in the banks can can headline those can headline those uh, shows. The female and the male money in the bank um, can uh, be the main events. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know, dude. It's, it's, it seems know. strange, very ill ill planned there. If he's is going away, yeah, I guess we'll just have to kind of wait and see what they do. Um, I, I just I reckon if he's taking a break, they gotta take they gotta take the belt off because you can't be having pay per views maybe the less ones as you mentioned in terms of like you know you've got, you've got other events that can headline them but that can't last for too long you know yeah. you need to be having the champion appearing really yeah and, and even what's he supposed to there's the rumors that he might be holding the belt he gets up against the rock i mean that seems mad like the he, rock versus romans it's crazy i don't know why he wants to see that i mean his reign has been great his character work has been great the whole bloodline stuff you know can't fault that but now when it's in position where you know it's going to be taking breaks that's that to me is like well we can't be doing that up to you know christ mania next year just to get to a rock match does does the match between those two need to have not really no No, not at all no not at all not at all it's bragging rights really if anything who's the who's the real head of the table yeah and who i mean man i just can't see they're going to build up i mean even if edge beats aj and finn like What's the next person against them? Bobby Lashley as a babyface, maybe? I don't know. Edge versus Bobby Lashley or against that? I wouldn't be adverse to what, um, to what I think Barrickley said on the call-in last week. Um, take Bron Breaker up, give him the Brock Lesnar 03 push. Yeah, no, that would Just be... I would like yeah. Franchise and maybe someone from NXT, he said, NXT he says. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe. That's interesting. Um, well, yeah. We'll have to see how it goes. But I don't yeah. think it bodes well for future tv and events so you know not having a champion but it looks like he is at the cardiff show he is on the poster well i mean when we had those when we had that period when uh when lesnar was the champion and then he wouldn't appear for weeks at a time um it just the shows would kind of feel a bit like well champions don't bother to turn up what's going on here yes um but yeah he'll be it sounds like you say i could be at the cardiff show um could he drop the belt at the Cardiff show to Drew? I mean, I don't think Drew's feeling like that level, but I don't know. Would they want the big home UK. city, home country pop? That would be cool. It'll be a moment for the ages as they are leaning on this 30-year anniversary of SummerSlam and having Drew win yeah. the belt in the UK. That would be quite cool, I think. That would be a big. That would be a moment. I think they'd play, that over, they'd play that and play that and play that. would be a, yeah. a WWE moment. I I think it would be a moment. Maybe, I mean, they say everything's a moment these days. They sort of overuse that term. To yeah. Be fair. Um, Maybe Drew just decapitates him because he brings his sword out and just murder. goes, "Yeah, it's good. I've had, I've had enough. I've had enough. There can be only one." 
and uh, it's not you and then and then all this cool stuff happens and then he chops his head off and then there can be only one all this lightning happens and then drew becomes immortal spanish sean connery appears even though he's got a full scottish accent let me rest yeah um yeah but and then of course if you've got with what you've got coming up on friday on smackdown you've got the tag team unification match the usos versus rk bro which is another interesting element to this situation if they unify the titles do you think they're going to unify the tag match tag tag team belts it would be weird if they did because of the on-off status at the at the last uh, premium live event like it was going to be a unification then it wasn't then it was a triple threat um to be honest i think I think it would make sense to have uh, a unified tag title because where you've got tag teams on each show, it, I mean, for the longest period, WWE has not had a dense um, tag team division. Yeah. And I think if you have one set of tag champs going between the shows, then you can create richer feuds. You know, they could mm. be in a feud with the, whoever the, the raw, t- uh, the raw contenders are smackdown contenders they always seem adverse to it but they, out of all the t- title unifications tag makes the most sense to me oh man and they're, they're adverse to the actual idea of like other tag teams wrestling each other for a chance to fight the the tag team champions it just seems seems yeah, so ev- weird but then you've got like, everyone's the number one contender out of nowhere yeah yeah and then they've got the, they've got the silly thing with like the female wrestlers what's the thing they've got this week where they're like they need to beat oscar needs to beat bianca belair to then get a title shot i mean it's stupid what what it's just this just doesn't make sense and then what it, happened what happened to the days of you know a battle royale to be number yeah. one contender or round robin tournament you know like yeah, a, yeah. Maybe beat the clock or a, a bit of sport element to it i think yeah. if, if you have got a unified tag team champion you could have two guys feuding on raw to then build up to fighting the unified champions would be quite cool or vice yeah. versa i wouldn't mind that but we have to see how it goes but randy is he if they if roman is going is randy then bogged down bogged down with the uh with the tag belts if he, if they win yeah, or does it make I mean, the bloodline epic mm, mm, yeah it wouldn't be too it's been a while since you've had a um, or as far as I can remember someone that's got the main belt and a tag title at the same time I think maybe that could be pretty cool um, I don't know I don't know I would I mean are you if if they do unify the titles who do you see taking it Usos or RK Bro Usos to make the bloodline stronger. Yeah, I feel, and it could lead to an RK Bro versus well, RK Bro fight each other. Matt Riddle versus Randy Orton. Yeah, well, they've they've been kind of that's kind of been the thought for a while, but they do seem super popular. But sell a lot of merch, don't they? Yeah, strike while the iron's hot, though. If you want to have a good turn, get good shock value. They don't care. It's money. Exactly. They don't care, mate. They make all the money. What, what were you even talking about? They made 300 grand. They don't care. They don't care. Get all this detail about wrestling. They should make 300,000 million or whatever it was in it in three months. <laughs> Storylines don't matter to them, mate. Storylines don't matter. Doesn't matter. They still make that money. Roman off the TV show, they'll still make that much money. Guarantee yeah. it. They'll probably make more because I have WrestleMania on there and the Saudi show. Crazy. Well, exactly. exactly. <laughs> um, and another match that happened this week got the Owen Hart tournament. Of course, Adam Cole uh, beat uh, Dax, which was a great mm, match. Yeah. And then. That was another great match on, on Dynamite. And of course, then you've got like, what did you think of the Jeff Hardy Darby Allen match? That swanton off the ladder through those Onto chairs. The chairs. Didn't break. Ridiculous. Oh my God. Like, I mean, they, they, on each of the replays, I was just like, how is he not, how is he not broken? Yeah. Um, I thought it was a great match. I, I, I wasn't, I mean, I've been a Jeff Hardy fan for ages, but 
I wasn't a fan of Jeff Hardy going over um, Derby. Also, I wasn't a fan of Tony Storm beating um, beating our girl. Um, no, Jamie Hater. Jamie Hater. That was, but I guess you know you have your stronger names going through the tournament. You know, is is what it is. And I think it's a future storyline for well, whether Brit beats Joker this week for Brit to go mm. against Jamie Hater in the future. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, interesting to see what they do there. But I mean, it's been a it's been a lot of fun so far. And yeah, the Jeff Hardy Derby match, I thought, I did, I thought it's great. Um, just a little bit wince, wince inducing at times with some of the bumps. Like, man, yeah, that I mean that 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 jump off that ladder through those chairs must have Cha- hurt. Chairs that were all set up, not flat chairs. Which yeah, yeah, you sometimes yeah, see. yeah. Chairs with chairs. pointed up, pointed up. You know, backrests like. And the thing is, it, the only thing was, it made Jeff Hardy Swanton onto the steps, like, mean nothing, <laughs> in a way. Because yeah. Darby done something even more brutal. Um, Jeff Hardy seems like he's very old and very broken. Something just seems to have, and I guess it happens, you know, but something in the last... Well, actually, I think it's potentially gone back a bit further. I mean, I remember when the Hardys returned at WrestleMania. Awesome moment, huge pop. But if you think about some of those Hardy matches afterwards, um, I could kind of see that things were slowing down, which I guess is natural. It's going to happen. Age catches up to you. But, um, yeah, he is is looking his age. He's certainly looking his age. I, I hated the Willow character when it was an impact, but maybe that complete change of persona and also Ooh. a bit of a change of moveset. Maybe he needs that because the kind of flippy Extreme. floppy. Yeah. I don't think that works when you're moving at like half, not half speed, but you know, it's certain. You can see it drop. hurts him now before it, he sort yeah. of, but back in the day, he sort of saw, he was selling being hurt. Now he looks like he's actually really hurting. You feel sorry yeah. for him doing all these moves. He doesn't need to do it. And the Swantons look rough now. Like, mm. I know that, I mean, I don't know the logistics. I'm not an acrobat, obviously, by any means. But I know that he's stopped kind of pulling his motion. So he basically is proper pancaking on them as opposed to reducing the impact. Like on rolling them. onto them. Yeah, he now is basically just jumping up and flapping. Flipping in the air them. and then, yeah. That, yeah, oh. yeah, it's... Uh... I was hyped for the, the Hardys in, in WW in, sorry, in AEW because of the nostalgia element, but week after week I'm thinking let's maybe dial back the match types or just focus on just focus on tag team matches where you can yeah. you know, limit limit your time in the So ring. do you think we're gonna get the Young Bucks versus the Hardys at double or nothing, or do you think we're gonna get this sort of four man, five man tag with like Darby and Sting and the Hardys versus the Young Bucks and um Red Dragon, or are we going to get the the five ten man tag with the Blackpool Combat Club uh, versus the Jericho Appreciation Society? They can't have two of those matches. No, no. I think the Jericho Appreciation Society is probably the more prominent thing at the moment. I think they're kind of more doing like a a tease with the whole Hardys v uh, v Young Bucks. But you know, now you mention it, I wouldn't be opposed to them being like a a fatal four-way type tag match of, you know, Young Bucks, Hardys, and a couple of other teams, because you can limit the in-ring time for, I mean, you for could, the older guys. You highlight could do that. The, you know, highlight the good things they can do, and and leave the the legwork for the younger teams. 
Um, I think that would actually be pretty entertaining as well because I mean, Young Bucks, you can't really fault them. Red Dragon are awesome. Uh, Sting and Derby, I mean, again, it would work for them because Sting, you want to focus on the positives, keep him in for just certain moments to have his spots because he is an older guy. He's not going to do 20 minutes in the ring. Um, Who who do you wince more on doing moves, Sting or Jeff Hardy? (laughs) I would say Jeff Hardy, but there was the, the last match that Sting had where he was trying to get up to do this scorpion death drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was taking a little while. Um, who did he have? Was it Dax? Yeah, I where think they, he did, they flipped and he didn't get up. Yeah. Yeah, and he was struggling for a little bit. And it was like, oh, man, the longer this is going on for, the more I'm wincing. Um, but other than that moment for Sting, I've really enjoyed what he's been doing. Whereas Jeff, other than a couple of spots the main in-ring stuff has just been a bit like Wait, well, you see such sad. great wrestling on AEW every week you then see Jeff come in and be like Jeff he's not he's not keeping up in the way and they're not using him special like they do with Sting where he just pops in every so often and does something crazy if Jeff was not wrestling every week and doing the odd thing here and there you'd think this is awesome the Hardys but putting him in singles matches against people like Darby Allen um you know, and, and the thing is, Darby's doing that swanton onto the chairs. That's a big, that's a big, that's a huge maneuver. And then Jeff does a swanton onto the steps. That's a huge maneuver as well. But it seems so much lesser than the Darby one. And it, it's, it's strange. He doesn't need to do it. I mean, and there was a moment with the commentary. I can't remember if it was Tony or if it was good old JR. But um, I think Darby had done another high spot after that spot. And one of the commentary guys went, oh, well, I think the person who took the worst of that spot was uh, clearly Darby. And it's like, well, well, yeah, but then you're also just kind of making him sound like an idiot because yeah, if he's, he's done a move and he's taken it the worst, then it's like, what's the yeah. point in that move? Yeah, I mean, oh, it's, it's I'm looking forward to I'm, I'm looking forward to see where they go. I mean, I don't know what Derby's going to do on the pay per view, whether it is in this four way tag match that we're maybe thinking, or will he be with Sting in that? That that sounds like quite a cool match. It's like a number one contenders type match: Derby and Sting versus Red Dragon versus the Hardys versus uh, the Young Bucks. Who would have thought you to the Young Bucks in the ring with Sting <laughs> in 2022? Well, yeah, I mean, the main thing for me is I don't want to see Jeff in many more singles matches. Or if he is, I don't know, maybe put him with, I was going to say, put him with a big uh, a big guy. So then you can have a contrast of styles, but then he's not really that fast anymore to be the fast moving high flyer. So, yeah, stick him in, just keep him in tag matches now, I think. Yeah. And of course, it's not great. And uh, another match was announced for Double or Nothing, in a way, was um, the MJF versus Wardlow match. Uh, but this week, uh, uh, this week Wardlow has to get 10 lashings with a whip from Sean Spears. And then next week, have a cage match with him that will lead to the MJF match at uh, Double or Nothing. And what do you think of that? I mean, who do you think will win that? Wardlow will win. Um, I think the the end of the kind of thing when it's Wardlow v MJF I have a feeling MJF will win via shenanigans just because I think MJF has lost the last couple of feuds that he's yeah. had um, like Punk and uh, was it Jericho? Yeah I think he beat Jericho in the end or Jericho beat him in the end I can't remember but yeah as I kind of said before I mean I'm not a massive fan of the rehashing of someone's feuding with MJF they've then got to go through certain Steps. trials to get to mm. him. Uh, it's a little bit of rinse and repeat. Um, but I am loving the build for Wardlow. You know, they have taken someone that I'd never heard of before AEW. Um, initially, you kind of think of him as just the, the 
the big muscle in the background yeah. doesn't do a lot. But he's got himself over. The powerbomb is awesome. Crowd love him. Um, and I like the whole, you know, if you want me to sign this, you've got to take my handcuffs off and start battering everyone. Uh, yeah, I think it'd be cool. I'm looking forward to seeing him uh, kick the crap out of Sean Spears because I find... Sean Spears is annoying, dull. but in a in a good way. He's a good baddie because he's annoying. Yeah, he's one of those guys when he tries to talk hard, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to... Whatever he's called himself, he's giving himself a nickname. I always just think, oh, just, just shut up. You're going to Smash get him in the face, yeah. Yeah. That's, but that's, yeah, that it's going to be good. I think mm, that's going to be good. Double or nothing shaping up to be a good show. Yeah, I think they always are, really, aren't they? They, they do a good are, yeah. job with that show. It's going to be good. Cool, man. Very exciting. And we'll have to see what happens in the, in the wrestling. Quick, who now, week, like, week, a few years before, who do you think is going to be the Joker? We've got two Jokers, still sticking with Cesaro and Athena. <sighs> I think I'm going to have to say Athena for sure for uh, for the women's. I can't remember. There was a headline recently, and it could have been a swerve, but I'm sure that they were saying... Um, there's a superstar release from WWE that is proving to be too expensive for AEW, and I'm sure that it was Cesaro. Wow. I could be wrong there. Uh, but maybe that's a swerve to put people off the scent. It wouldn't be the first time. Um, yeah, maybe maybe Cesaro and Athena. To be honest, I really I really don't have a great idea on who it is, which I think is going to be good. It's going to be a good surprise. Yeah, it'd be good to be a very good surprise. So I have to, have to see, but it's exciting, and there'd be good matches as well. And Jeff Hardy yeah. versus Adam Cole was going to be a weird one. Jeff will lose that definitely to Adam Cole. So, Jeff will uh, lose that. Jeff will lose that, yeah. Definitely. So, uh, guys, we, we haven't got uh, MOS Arena again this week. We've got a few other bits and bobs we've been doing. But um, we have got a very serious wrestling promo. We are, we're very, all, all quite hyped up, aren't we, Tess? We need to calm Ooh. it down with a very serious wrestling promo. Yes. So, uh, guys, we'll be back after this very serious wrestling promo. And uh, thank you for sticking with the Ministry of Slam. Serious. And now, Ministry of Slam proudly presents a very serious wrestling promo <laughs> oh man you see this is how rumors get started someone makes a little noise we both know jack tunney as senile as he is would not let me bring my favorite pet to the ring now don't we he just doesn't know how to have fun that's all it was it was a little fun in my own way. The biggest man doesn't always win. No, he doesn't. The strongest man doesn't always win. No, he doesn't. But the smartest man, the coldest man. Watch this, brother. Ooh, short ride, bad landing. But look at the Undertaker here. The trap was set. The trap was sprung. And I got just what I want. Look at him. Helpless. Very helpless. I'm going to take my time, yeah? I can enjoy this. I can enjoy things that I want in life. And yes, I'm going to enjoy this. Check this out. I played this over my head a million times. And don't think for a moment I didn't enjoy this. Watch this. Boom. Ha, a little fun for me, none for you, the DDT, where it lays big man, so what you gonna do when I hook it and get what I want from you, trust me, simple foreplay, when the time comes and I hook the head and I will drive him through the mat, I'll put the final nail 
in your coffin. Trust me. Jake the Snake Roberts, WrestleMania 8, 5th of the 4th, 1992. Thank you. And that was a very serious wrestling promo. Ministry of Slam Radio Show. Hey, ghouls and fiends, it's Tez. Uh, this Tuesday on the Ministry of Horror, we'll have all the latest news as per usual. We've also got reviews, uh, including the recent Shudder exclusive, The Sadness. Uh, if you're not, if you're not a fan of blood, if you're pretty screamish, do not watch it because it is a bloodbath. And then for the main event, we'll be talking about the Evil Dead franchise with the recent release of Evil Dead the game. There's a lot of interest in it, and we're going to be going back to the original short, which led to the Evil Dead, all the way through to uh, Evil Dead Rise, which is coming up soon, and of course, the recently released video game. I'll see you then, 8pm on the MOS Network. We are back to Need your Hannah Montana up Yes, Hannah it. Montana, we Oh, I mean, when, is, when does the day go by that I'm not binging a box set of <laughs> Hannah Montana? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sweet Valley High, double bill, then some Hannah Montana, end the, end the day with some hang time. or Sweet Valley Mr. High, Cooper. was that the one with the, with the two twins? It was the twins, yeah. One of one them was like uh, a nerd, and one was like the cool girl at school. <laughs> yeah, one of them played uh, played a character. I won't say the the details on. Um, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, but it was oh. very it was very against the uh, what you'd expect from Sweet Valley High. Bit slutty. <laughs> well, <laughs> I won't say I won't say anymore. And what, uh, what, franchise. What program was that? That was uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah, Meryl watches that, yeah. Oh, I love it. Franchise, is Tez, is Tez a fan of iCarly? No. <laughs> that, that was very much after my time, Franchise, as was Hannah Montana, which I'm not a fan of. <laughs> you are, Tez. She says you know it was. I thought it was Malibu CA. <laughs> Boom. She's done. Uh, there you go. Uh, Hannah Montana is gone. Oh, Never gonna live that down, am I? Never gonna live that down. We've done her. She's dead. All right. She's dead. So it's time for this week in wrestling history, Tez. It's time for this right. week in wrestling history. Here we go. So uh, May 14th, 1995, Tez, was the first ever WWF in your house, marking the time when WWF moved to monthly pay-per-views. Um, and there's pretty much been monthly pay-per-views since then, or close five, six-week gaps. Um gone from the f- classic big four big five of king of the ring mad pez mad um that it's been that long how long's that's 22 years it's quite a while back 27 years ways back 2095 27 years yeah, wow yeah. 27 years of monthly pay fees with WWE. madness absolutely madness um just to jump in charles gussell uh, in the chat we'll be doing call-ins a bit later on but keep an eye and we'll 
drop the link when uh, in the chat we'll when do it's it on live. zoom charles so if you if you have got if you're watching on an ipad or on an iphone or anything like that download zoom it's free sign up you might have zoom already and i will post the link into the chat and then you can click on the link and it should take you to the show and you can chat to us on the air and that will go out to a big huge podcast network of people listening on the podcast feed as well charles so yes download zoom and sign up it takes two minutes then you can uh, come and chat to us live on the air yeah um yeah in your house one I, i'll be honest lawrence never seen it have you not never seen it no now a lot of that wrestling uh kind of before the era i started watching um i haven't really ever kind of gone back and watched uh, much of the older stuff i just you know how your first experience of something like the first sort of music you listen to is normally what kind of sticks with you yes it's kind of been the same with wrestling and i found that when i've gone to look back at earlier stuff because of watching starting in the Attitude Era, you know, like with the, the, the Hardys and Stone Cold and all that. Yeah, it's just, it's not really done it for me. Um, so was it was it a good show? I think it was. Well, it's interesting because it was a lesser than pay-per-view. They charged them less money for the annual house shows. Um, so it wasn't like a big money, you know, it, it wasn't full price pay-per-view, but it was them getting out just before Nitro started. Well, no, about three or four months before Nitro started as well. Hogan was, of course, over in WCW. And it was when WWE in his weird... Diesel's the champion, Bret Hart's lower down on the card, Razor Ramon, Jeff Jarrett's there. You know, it's not a big time for WWE, I, I would say. I mean, in the dark match of this, you've got The Undertaker versus Karma, who was the godfather, as a dark match. British oh. Bulldog went against Owen Hart as well in a dark match. So this was like a two-hour a, a two show, but of course there was other shows for the live event. I don't know. I mean... The In Your House, I can't remember. I remember there was one with um, just before D, uh, Kevin Nash left, Sean versus Kevin Nash. That was a great match. I remember that. That was a good one. And there were some good matches. Of course, I think some of them, and they moved away from the In Your House, didn't they, to get into like the Unforgivens and all these other things, which were quite cool when they became proper big pay-per-views. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this was okay. I mean, Diesel versus Psycho Sid's a good main event there, I guess. Two big guys. Oh, I mean, and Mabel defeating Adam Bomb. That's huge. I mean, and Mabel versus Adam Bomb. I like that. I, I do like that sort of stuff. That's a great match. Okay. Well, you know, I, I was about to say maybe I'll give it a look. I haven't got the network anymore, so I'm not going to lie to you, Lawrence. I'm probably not going to watch it. <laughs> no, I wouldn't bother either. It just happened. <laughs> it just happened. <laughs> it just happened. No, 20, 27 years ago. So that was 27 years ago, Tez. But another match I do remember watching was... Um, when was this? This was May 13th, 2002. Hulk Hogan retained Ooh. the WWE Undisputed title against Ric Flair in a no disqualification match on Raw from Toronto. This was the only Hulk Hogan versus Ric Flair match that was ever broadcast on WWE TV. Can you believe it? Wow. Well, I, I can't believe it, no. Um, I think I have seen this match retrospectively. Um, it was around this time that I guess I became a lapsed fan, as we all we all do. We get to a point where we kind of stop watching. Not uh, me. This me... is like Hogan's back. Oh. <laughs> I'm back into it. To be honest, I think I think I can't remember if it was because I was going through high school into like kind of college sort of age, or yeah. also I think I think Sky One, which I had, and they would show highlights mm -hmm. of SmackDown, which would sometimes have highlights of Raw on it. I'm sure it was around this time that they started just messing with the scheduling and what used to be, you know, you're wrestling for an hour on a Saturday. They either kept moving it or just not showing it on Sky One anymore. So as soon as it kind of became, I suppose, more difficult to watch, I, I yeah, I kind of stopped. Stepped so, off. Yeah, so I, I think it was around the time of the NWO appearing was near the tail Ooh. end of when I kind of stopped. 
I love this. Um, I, I, I bought a Hulkamania shirt, one of these Hulkamania shirts. I bought one, I remember, from WWF.com or WWE.com. I bought one and had it still running wild on the back of it. Oh, no. Nice. Yeah, that, the Hulk Hogan merch was always pretty cool. I, I love this when it. he came back and he won the belt. And then, of course, he's got that really wicked, undisputed title. I mean, that title was such a cool title, the one with the black strap at the back and it's gold. I think that's one of the best belts next to the original Winged Eagle. I love that undisputed title, that, that one he's got there when he won it. He only had it for a month. Weirdly, that this is the only time Hogan versus Flair was on WWE TV. It's weird to think from that picture that you kind of, I look at that and go, look how young Ric Flair looks. But even though then he'd be like, bloody hell, Ric Flair's an old man. Why is he wrestling? It's 20 years ago. Obviously, he's 73. He'd be 53 there. 53 there. Jeez. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, the bout was awesome. I I did. Lo- Crowd was hot, man. It's it's yeah. amazing. Hogan does the um does the leg drop on Flair, hulks up leg drops Flair, of course. But then X Pac comes in, starts beating the shit out of Hogan. Hogan hulks up, beats him up, but then the big show gets the book comes in because he's a NWA member and beats mm. up Hulk Hogan. Then uh Austin comes in and saves the day. Stun as Ric Flair and Hogan leg drops Ric Flair and Hogan wins. But look at that talent on the on there. I mean, you were talking about Roman Reigns disappearing after Roman goes there a bit bit fucked. I mean, you could just right, Austin's gone. Quick, bring in Hulk Hogan. The Rock's gone to film a theme, film. Bring back Austin. Brock Lesnar's about to go mental. We've got Ric Flair in the main. And you know what, mate? This wasn't even the main event of Raw that night. That is that is insane. That is insane. Was this around the time, or was this a bit before uh, he started doing Hogan knows best? This was a little much much more before. It was about three or much four years. Much more before. Yeah. Oh, right, so I okay. think he was lasting. He lasted till about July because he went against Brock, and then Brock bare bear hugged him to death and blood was coming out of Hogan's mouth and Brock got oh, the blood and wiped it on his chest. It was heartbroken. Heartbroken. I've never watched that match again. I couldn't Are you ever... there going, screw you, I was Brock. crying. I was crying. Oh, no. <laughs> that Hulkamania in my mind was, was over. That was it. I mean, he never came back. Then he came back as Mr. America where Hulk Hogan against WrestleMania 19. Thank goodness. Whew. But, were you were you watching going, this guy kind of looks like Hulk Hogan, but no, no he can't know. be. Hogan's I, dead. I had no idea. I had no idea that Mr. America was Hulk Hogan. But um, yeah, 20 years ago, mate, the only ever Hulk Hogan versus Ric Flair match on WWE TV ever happens 20 years ago this week. And then Tez, which I found was very interesting. The next one was this week, was the debut of Impact Wrestling on Fox, Fox Sportsnet, which is a huge, well, Fox TV, which we, we don't know a lot about over here in the UK. But of course, Fox, mm. we do know is quite a big TV channel and stuff. And they went at it like it was so it wasn't the the, the the first show wasn't this week. It was in June, but it was announced this week. They were going to be going to Fox for the first ever Impact Wrestling. So it was the first ever Impact Wrestling was announced uh, 22 years ago. No, 18 years ago this week. Yeah, 18, yeah. Um, and if you ever look at the footage of this, when the six side of ring came in and it was also when they sort of done this pseudo sports presentation where they have the wrestlers names at the top with a timer. Mm. Uh, and try to make it very sport sporty, which I, I've always thought was quite cool. I mean, uh, looking at this, uh, and I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do a shoot promo on franchise uh, here, but looking at this little screenshot with the names across the top, the crowd clearly into it. To say the impact are in the 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 prime right now, where they have like one row of people in the crowd, compared to starting on Fox, where that looks like that's going to be a hot show. Yeah, because you've got a huge crowd, or what looks like a big crowd. Presentation, uh, you've got a lot of future stars like early in their career there. That looks great. You've got I mean, Dusty Rhodes and Jeff Jarrett in an earlier segment as well. Where did, this, where did it go wrong? They put the X Division on the X Division uh, number one contender match in the uh, main event. Uh, AJ versus Prime Time 
Shane and Styles. Yeah, Edge Styles and Chris. Yeah, Ki- yeah Kip Sabian. It's, I mean, it's a massive match here. I mean, and it's so cool that they did this. Like, I think, I think the fact that, um, you know, this this presentation. I remember seeing this in my fanhood of this pseudo sports presentation with timers and like tickers on the bottom, like you see in, in quote unquote real sport. Made mm. me think, wow, this is awesome. Uh, and then. Well, well, franchise talks talks rubbish. Then, in fact, is, is the best it's ever been. I mean, goodness me, what's he talking about? Because um, this, even this on Fox. I mean, there are, they can't even watch it here. Franchise. This was a, a big moment for Impact. So, yeah, mm. they announced the start of Impact Wrestling becoming a thing. Yeah, eighteen years ago this week. Yeah, I mean, not not to say you know too much great stuff about the past because we've seen that some of the storylines that they had back there were just mental mental um but you know it's they had a good start i think we could probably agree that it it hit its kind of peak when it was on spike for a few years and whatever oh chris saban sorry friend the cannon oh yeah chris i mean it's crazy because i don't know much about prime time but you know styles and the saban are still going styles and wwe yeah great great time great time that six side of ring. Do you ever like the six side of ring, Tez? I think the six side of ring worked best in matches where you have high flyers. Yeah. Um, you could certainly tell that it was a bit alien to some of the, I suppose, the bigger guys, the guys the bigger yeah. names. Yeah. Um, I was never too fussed when they changed from the uh, six side to the four side when Hogan arrived, but it was it was a gimmick. It was unique. It was something Sold where a lot of toys. Yeah, you see the six side ring, you know it's impact. Um and so maybe it was a misstep, especially when they were going against WWE on Monday Prime nights. Prime time Elix Skipper, the one the guy who walked on the top of the six side of steel. Yeah, I remember that. I was oh, like man, in the highlight yeah. package that was. That's that that's one of those clips that's always gonna come up in wrestling. It's uh, crazy. It's, they're still going. Possible. But they're much lesser than they're the cockroach of the wrestling world, aren't they? Are. they? It's sad to New- say. Nuclear war is probably the only thing that's going to stop Impact Wrestling. I know, they really are. 20 years this year. Flipping heck, hate to say it, God. Um, flipping heck. So there we go. That's this week in wrestling history, Tez. There we go. There you go. It's time. Is it time for the 211 quiz, Tez? Are you ready to try and fool me with wrestling knowledge? Yep. I think, uh, I think I've think got some some good bits here. We'll, so we'll see if you get them. We'll see if you get okay. them. But, you know, I'm ready. Okay. Let's go then. I'm ready too. So... Wait, hang on. I'm ready. So the 211 quiz is where Tez gives a reads out a wrestler's birthday this week, and then uh, I try and guess it, and we swap it each week. So the 211 quiz starts now. This uh, this wrestler was born May 15th, 1958. Oh, my God. They played college football at Florida State. Lex Luger. The position was defensive tackle. They... Began wrestling in the Jim Crockett promotions in 1986. Oh, man. Nope. They're in a tag team called Doom. Ron Simmons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know if that was obvious or not because I've never heard of Doom. I got it. Woo. We did it, Tez. Together. Big Ron. We it. <laughs> Happy birthday, Ron Simmons, this week. 211 quiz. We did it, Tez. That was good. Look at that. That was, that's probably one of the quickest quite, ones. Quite great there. Yeah. Big Ron, yeah. Probably should have gone through some other bits before I got to this. Oh, Necro's got other things for this week in wrestling history. Uh, oh, okay. 
The final burning in the Budokan took place May 11th. The retirement ceremony was held after the second match on the show. It was held by former Japanese Prime Minister Yoshikino Noda. Legendary NTV announcers Akira Fukusawa and Kashiko Tomohatsu, former colleagues. And loads of his colleagues turned up. There's a lot of, st lot of stats there, Necro, Eric. Oh. One of the great retirements of uh, Kabashi's retirement was nine years ago this week. Wow. Where's this? No. Never heard of Doom? No, you never heard of Doom, Tez? No. Oh, my God. I can say anything before 1999 in wrestling. I have the vaguest knowledge of it. Oh, man. So, uh, should we take some calls, Tez? Let's take some calls. Okay, there's the Zoom link, guys. If you want to call in, there it is. Please do call in. I've got the waiting room enabled. I'll let you in. Charles, if you're still there, I'll put the link into 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 YouTube. If you've got it and want to come and say hello to us on YouTube, there's the there's a Zoom link there. There we go. Where do you want to talk to Bericles or do you want to talk to that Eric? Uh, let's let's go Necro Eric. Necro first. Okay, Necro let's do first. Necro first. Yeah. Here we go. Necro coming in. Please do audio any Necro. That'd be very helpful. Called him weird, yeah. You know? Yeah, your picture's kind of yeah, gone yeah, in half. Done. How you doing, Necro? You right, dude? Hey, how's it going, everybody? Hey, hey, how are you? Because Lawrence, good man, good. Just relaxing. We are um, waiting on uh, ICW No Holds Barred later on tonight. There in about two hours. Coco, No Holds Barred Boston on IWTV. That's going to be crazy. So massive deathmatch show tonight. So oh. that'll be fun. When's that big deathmatch? A lot of blood. Stop. Uh. There's a tag team deathmatch tournament next week, but the the tournament of survival is in June, so we still got a couple weeks for that. Right. But um, yeah, so uh, this week uh, there was a lot of good stuff. Uh, freaking, I'm not sure. Uh, there was a main event match last night where the ref got cut on his wrist. Really? Pretty, pretty serious. Is he okay? Uh, yeah, he said he's okay, but it was a lot of blood. It looked really scary. What caused um, that? Uh, the glass. Uh, it was uh, in a match between Kit Osborne and Matt Tremont. Uh, there was a light tube that broke, and he ended up uh, landing. In, and she said, "I wasn't really paying attention. I might have to wait and see if they put the VOD or if they cut the clip of the ref getting injured uh, nice. out of the broadcast. I'm not exactly sure what's going to happen if we'll be able to see it again. But I, I kind of looked away for a second. I looked back, and he was gushing everywhere. I was like, "Holy crap!" So um, that was scary. Yeah. Um, it was a really, really uh, the best show of the weekend was probably West Coast Pro Wrestling's Ill Mannered on Friday. Yeah, uh, there was a lot of good stuff. Will Osprey had an awesome match. Uh, AJ Gray looked fantastic. Uh, Marco Stunt and Yoya had a uh, hoss fight uh, for the ages on Saturday. Uh, that was excellent. Cool, cool. So, uh, what else we got? All right, so yeah, this week we got tons of stuff. We got. Uh, Uncharted Territory on Monday, season uh, four, episode two. Yeah. So they got a bunch of stuff announced for that. Kevin Koo versus Cole Radrick should be hard hitting. Uh, my boy Tank, the uh, we call him, my, me and my girlfriend, we call Tank the Deathmatch uh, Santa Claus because he kind of, uh, the badass Santa. <laughs> uh, he's got like this big beard. He kind of looks almost like a Santa Claus. Uh, he's, he, he's amazing. Uh, uh, what else we got? We got... Uh, C4 Wrestling Show is on, uh, what is that, Tuesday? Uh, it's, yeah. not, it's not live. It was pre-taped, uh, which is, I'm kind of uh, biased, little Canadian wrestling show. It's going to be. That's cool. So, and then Wednesday, we got, uh, Wednesday and Saturday, we got two shows from Noah uh, this week. It's Noah Dream On 2022 on Wrestle Universe. Uh, they're just leading towards their big show at uh, Saitama Super Arena in June. 
So there's just uh, should be some good stuff there. Wednesday, we've got Dynamite. Uh, Jokers, I hope, are uh, somebody that needs work, you know, somebody that's not featured somewhere else lots, you know? Not me, right, then? Uh, no. So I'm hoping it's somebody like uh, like a Nixon Newell or uh, what was you say her name was? always forget her name. Uh, her WWE name. Oh, I don't remember her WWE name. Um... Uh, but yeah, uh, she wears like Captain Marvel. Tegan Knox. Tegan Knox. Yeah, yeah. One. Yeah, I hope it's Tegan Knox or something like that. That would be cool. Uh, yeah, that's a good chat. Uh, Paradigm Pro, uh, the super fast-paced MMA-style wrestling is on uh, Wednesdays after uh, Dynamite. Season five continues on IWTV, so that's going to be fun. Uh, last week's was crazy again. Just knockouts nonstop. You you blink, you miss it. It's crazy. And these knockouts uh, don't look real, then. They're, they're not real knockouts, are they? No, no. But they look, they look real. Right. The submissions look real. They look like, oh, if he went an extra inch there, he would break his arm. Right? You know, Oof. like those kind of. Uh, it's very MMA focused, so you know, it's kind of hard as a fan sometimes for that style of pro wrestling because, as a fan of MMA myself, like I watch UFC almost every week, so it's uh, it takes a little bit of differentiating. You kind of, you really do gotta. Uh, you know, d- disconnect or kind of suspend your disbelief when you're watching uh, that specific kind of pro wrestling. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah I think that's a lot of it. Yeah, well, well, more so with that one, I would think, just because, especially if you like MMA and you're like, because then you know it's not real, right? So then it it's on a different level, yeah. at least for me. Mm. But uh, and then this weekend we got uh, there's a GCW show on Saturday, May twenty first. Uh, they're presenting Maniac from the Ukrainian Culture Center in Los Angeles oh, wow. on Fight TV. So we got a couple of matches: uh, Blake Christian versus Kevin Blackwood, uh, Bandito, Joey Janela, Ninja Mac. Uh, should be uh, Mike Bailey. There should be lots of stuff going on that uh, on Saturday for that. And then also on Saturday, there's Tremont's Deathmatch Tag Team Tournament. So there's going to be a tag team deathmatch tournament with the wrestlers from H2O promotion. Oh, wow. So, okay. Uh, you don't see that too often. That's pretty no, cool. No, no, yeah, yeah. Uh, that tag death match, death tag. Match. Yeah. Tag. Yeah. Not, I don't see that. You never see that. That's pretty cool. That is good. That's be gross. Fun. And then, uh, yeah, it'll, it'll be pretty gross. Yeah. But I'm assuming it should be pretty fun too. That's uh, So there's back-to-back shows of H2O wrestling on the Friday and Saturday. And then the, uh, the death match tournament is on the set. Tag team one is on the Saturday. Okay. Okay. So yeah, Masha Slamovich versus Kennedy Copeland. That should be pretty good. And there's yeah, there's a couple of good matches come all around here, really. And then uh and then yeah, then there's a DDT show on Sunday, but overall pretty quiet week besides that GCW show, a little bit of well, death match wrestling. Well, best super juniors as well, of course. Oh, yeah, every single day, best of super juniors every single morning. Yeah. I don't count that. That's just part of the morning routine. I was talking about the nighttime wrestling. Of course. Uh, for like at, in the primetime uh, at night. Uh, but uh, you're correct. Every single day, except for maybe uh, one or two days here and there, they have one day off and then four more and then one day off. three more. Yeah, it's crazy. And if anyone's interested in watching Necromy filmed a um, layman's terms preview of the best of Super Juniors uh, yeah, for all of us. It's up on the podcast feed as well if you're listening to the podcast. And it's also on YouTube. So you gotta check it yeah, out. Yeah, that, uh, uh, that that tournament started this morning as well. Yeah, yeah. So uh, everybody looks fantastic. I, Francesco Akira really, uh, really, really impressed me. I had never seen him before, so he looked in, incredibly, looked really fast and uh, really, really uh, agile. I was really impressed. And then, 
Like everybody else that wrestled looked fan. They all. Uh, it was basically today's first uh, best of Super Junior show was a fantastic way to just kind of sort of introduce uh, the foreign wrestlers. Yeah. To the Japanese. That's uh, what it looked like. Yeah, it was really nice though. So I'm and really Ace looking Austin forward to there what did take the X Division Championship belt there. Yes, and he looks great with it too. He makes the belt actually feel like it's prestigious. And it's quite cool because, of course, you're saying about the Super Juniors, uh, you know, it's like the cruiserweight situation over there. And then you've got mm-hmm. the X Division, which has always been known of that as well. And then you've got the X Division title there. I mean, if he goes yeah, goes, goes a long way in the tournament, that's that really raises that belt up a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Especially currently where the belt is not the most prestigious junior heavyweight belt in the world. Yeah. Uh, like compared to maybe like, it's maybe the fifth or sixth most uh, prestigious in, in the world considering oh maybe even i guess it's been a while now 10 years ago it was uh over 10 years ago it was the number two number one yeah definitely uh, junior heavyweight belt in the world so that's that's it could help a lot yeah especially uh bringing more just eyes on impact from the uh japanese crowd could help as well so that's pretty cool there's a lot yeah i'm not sure what else is going on this week but there's uh there's there's lots 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 between that, there's also uh, Stardom, a lot of Stardom on uh, Stardom World all the time. They do. Uh, I gotta get more. I gotta watch more of that promotion. That's one of the promotions I don't watch too much. Is Stardom wrestling? <laughs> you gotta uh, get that, really, that, uh, that net viewer, and then then they've cracked it. Yeah, yeah. They just gotta. It's freaking. It's not bad. I don't know if you. It, it's pretty serious though. Like I don't know if you guys would like that. Right. Okay. Uh, like it's it's very very serious. They don't really uh, take it like a. You know what I mean. Yeah, I'm yeah, not sure yeah. If you guys, uh, it depends. There's always so much to watch. Uh, but yeah, what, what do you guys think? Um, well, I'm looking forward to checking out. I saw some of the best of Super Juniors highlights this morning, briefly, uh, this afternoon, and then um, I'm looking forward to more d- diving deep into that after our chat, really. Um, and then seeing who the jokes are this week on AEW. Yeah, that'll be really interesting on Wednesday. That's that's one of the highlights to see who uh, who exactly it is. I hate how they stack the shows so big, though. I always feel like the matches aren't going to get enough time. Yeah. And I go into the show like, oh, man, this is going to suck. And then uh, they don't, they're not going to get enough time. They're, they're, dang it. And then the matches end up getting a decent amount of time. And I'm like, oh, it happens every week. I'm always like, how do they pull this off? Or sometimes it doesn't stop. work out. Got, and it's we're like, coming up right now. We've got this match and this match and this match. And then next week we've got this match and this match and 13 other matches. Yeah, you think week. they would pace it better on yeah. the Dynamite side. That's one of they, my... They don't, they don't need Shivani either. every episode going, I'm here now with these people and they say something for 30 seconds. It just... Take then they time. get interrupted. Yeah, Nobody ever gets a solid oh, promo. Oh, oh, interrupted. Let's have a wrestling match. That's generally what yeah, happens. Yeah, can't have someone have a solid actual promo. They always have to. Uh... Oh my goodness. Yeah. But, Yo, that, that's, uh, that's pretty much all I wanted to talk about today. There's not too much nice one, uh, going on. Nah, it's a bit of a quiet week for wrestling. But thanks for calling in, mate. Well, Appreciate I mean, it. quiet, uh, quiet weekend. As in, there's not ten or fifteen events. There's only like six. Yeah. Uh, but uh, GCW event this week, and then we're starting getting into. Uh, not the deathmatch season and summer season where Ooh. there's going to be a lot of stuff going on. If so you're going to sweat because you're hot, you might as well bleed. Deathmatch season. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. There's uh, like tonight, ICW No Holds Barred. My brother's coming over for that. We're going to watch that together. That oh, should cool. be a lot of fun. Say hello to our friends for us. Nice yeah, one. it's ICW No Holds Barred. No Holds Barred Boston. They got uh, it's on IWTV tonight, uh, and it's um, it's on at a very reasonable time. It's on at uh, 6 p.m. for me. Ooh. Which would be what, like eleven PM for you guys? That's not oh, too that's terrible. Good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Usually it's on like four AM or something for you guys. 
Yes, so, horrendous. Yeah, so it's not too bad tonight. Uh, they've been doing that recently. Uh, a lot of GCW and indie shows have been having uh, earlier uh, starts on Sundays to kind of make it easier for everybody to watch. So cool. Yeah, right, anyway, guys, cool. thank you so much. For nice calling. one, Necro. Uh, Good speech, yeah. you dude. Uh, Freaking, uh, my Leafs got knocked out last night, so I'm oh. a little bit depressed. Uh, so I'm waiting on the CFL football season to come back, and maybe some more sports like that, but. Yeah, so unfortunately, the only person I know that's ever waited for the Canadian Football League to come back. Oh, it's just so much fun. It's such a passing league. You know, like the NFL is like slower paced uh, four. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you know about football, but or uh, American football, it's a uh, four downs for the plays. But in Canada, it's a three downs for the plays. Is it really? So it makes it uh, it makes it more fast paced. And still 10 um, yards. it's more of a passing league. Yes, yes. Uh, still 10, 10 yards but it's only three downs. So you have more urgency and it's more of a passing, oh, more nice. entertaining, more entertaining. Okay. That sounds so, cool. but that's not more entertaining. Cool. Yeah. So no worries guys. Thanks so much. Cheers, for buddy. I, I've been rambling. I don't know. I got, I got lots so much. No, hey, much sorry, about this nice, to, nice to touch base. Cheers, bud. All right. Take care. Guys. See you See you next time. Bye. Take care, Tez. See ya. See ya. Oh, my camera's gone weird. Somehow Ooh. I've got half a face. Oh, wait, it's like a music video. <laughs> What's happened? You did that before, just before Necro connected. Uh, it went fine when we went onto the three screen. Could this be something weird oh, happened, wow. Tez? It's like I'm in, like I'm in a mirror, mirror. I'm like, I like I'm in the multiverse, Tez. You're in the multiverse of madness. Does that mean we've been bought by Marvel? It, it might do. I, I got, I've got no idea. I'm going to have to go to the other screen chat. There you go. Get rid of that one. I don't know what's happened there. It's because I had to resize everything for all the YouTube stuff. But we got another person on the phone line, Tez. Should we talk to Bericles. Let's chat to Bericles. Welcome to the show, Bericles. I'm just admitting you now. Here we go. It's Barracles, Tez. He's coming in. He's joining. He's joining. Still joining. He's joined. It's Barracles, Tez. Hey. Hi there. How you doing, mate? You all right? I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys doing? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, good, good. Congrats on a great show. Oh, thanks. And uh, obviously, cheers, Tez, for uh, letting me play uh, Evil Debut the other day. We yeah, that... That was a lot of fun. We'll um we'll have to sort something in Discord and get uh, get like a full team. Um, definitely, it was a lot of fun. It's a, it's a decent, it's a good game. Uh, I wasn't quite as um, I was better at that than I was at Halo. I think Lawrence will tell you. Yeah, you suck at Halo, mate. Uh, yeah, well, I'm not. I'm not great at Halo. I'm not very good at Halo. I've, I've played a little bit before. I'm not good. You're probably better than me. <laughs> ah, Barracles is really rubbish at it. <laughs> Cheers, mate. I, I said, I, I said, you, I said you got to be better. Or else I'll tell everyone you're rubbish at it. That's no, fine. And it's it fine. Get better. So there. Consequences to my actions. Don't play there games with me, or else I let a huge, po huge podcast network of people listening know how bad you are at games. Oh dear. <laughs> so I, I thought I'd call it, call up, and talk a couple of things if you don't mind. Go for it. Um, first of all, Ric Flair. Okay. And you being determined to see the good side of it. I don't uh, know how you can't see the good side of it. He was nearly dead. Now he thinks he can wrestle. It's brilliant. Yeah, he can't wrestle. He's got a pacemaker. He'll die in the ring, and that'll be a massive news story. He'd love it. I fucking he would did love it. it. I fucking died in the ring. Thank God. Yeah, that's the. It's like the man can't grow up. He can't admit he's gotten older. Like he's he's got a pacemaker. He nearly died. He does not want to stop. He's still drinking heavily, apparently according to himself on his own podcasts. It's just like, dude, I get that you want to live the rock and roll lifestyle, but you're getting on a bit, like, calm down. And now he's thinking about getting back to the ring. 
Will he have his shirt off, though? That's the thing. I mean, that's the thing we always wonder. That's, that's I mean, the main thing. <laughs> if he gets in the wrestling ring, is he going to take his shirt off? Because if he, if he wrestles, if, quite frankly, if he wrestles with his shirt on, it's not There's no point. He's not the next boy to me. I mean, it's, what's the point in doing all that risk? If he wrestles with his shirt on, I'm disgusted. He needs the nature to boy does not that, wear a T-shirt. I, I, I need to see that 73-year-old man with his shirt off and just his <laughs> pants. Then I will be fully sold on, the, on his comeback. But if he wears a T-shirt when he's wrestling, I will be very pissed off. Oh, <laughs> I'm watching like well, obviously with Turner years, I'm watching Prime Flair at the moment. So it's uh, I'm re- recording the next two episodes tomorrow. In fact, Ooh, good so, show this uh, week, Barry. Please. Oh yeah, I got really confused for. I think Tez dropped that it could be could be uh, could be like this Tuesday, and I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, then I discovered I was I was editing them in the wrong order. Oh no! So, like the one I've got most edited is like for two weeks. Like for oh, you don't want to be months. doing that, mate. <laughs> so uh, my bad, my bad. It's no problem. Uh, but the other thing I want to talk about is the whole Roman Reigns situation. Okay. Because uh, you guys had a good conversation about it, but I think you're missing something really important. Never. We don't miss anything, wrestling. We miss nothing. I'll shut up then. <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen any WWE TV for quite a while, but go, go for it, Barry. Stop admitting that, man. <laughs> uh, I just want to say that, like, it doesn't matter. It does not matter because WWE fans at this point are WWE fans. If you'll, if you'll uh, forgive the expression, for life. Yes. Like they would, they were willfully for life. advertised. Advertised. Uh, an event that the company had no no uh, plans of actually doing, the tag team unification. Yeah. And rather than being mad, fans were just like, okay, fine, whatever. But then the match was quite good. The match, was, don't get me wrong, that, that, to be fair, back, Backlash was actually okay. I actually, yeah. quite enjoyed, I actually quite enjoyed the wrestling, but the wrestling is never the problem with WWE. So what I'm thinking of, because, because your WWE fans are so uh, hardcore on it right now, all you've really got to do is give it three months of these are now your top titles on each show. Your US Championship is on Raw and your IC Championship is on SmackDown. I think that's how it's going at the moment. Yeah. And if you treat those like the top titles, the, the, um, the I was going to say the user base, the fandom, the universe, if you will, will treat them like the top titles sooner or later. And then when Roman turns up, uh, it will be a bigger deal. And it'll be like Hogan back in the day when it was like, you know, when it was superstars every week and you got jobber matches. And then like once every three, three months, you might see Hogan turn up for an interview segment on superstars. Yeah. Or, the you know, for the first few years of Raw, Hogan was on it like twice. So um, I think you, I think they can literally uh, re-educate their fans to, it's going to take a long time because they've buried the IC title and they've buried the US title. Yeah, they have. Um, to ridiculous degrees like I, I i was always a a bigger fan of the intercontinental champion than i was the world champion when i was a kid i was always a bigger bret hart fan than i was um who was champion it would have been hogan so yeah yeah oh i was always uh but i think you can you can re-educate those fans as for roman not appearing as much i think you could i think that is literally being done because they don't have they don't have to have him wrestle anymore. He is the champion, and they're just going to tr- build up that number of days. I don't think they can reach Bruno because Bruno was like five years. Yeah, 
But if they want it to be uh, Roman versus Rock at Mania, and all Roman's got to do is defend it maybe five or six more times rather than every month, um, I think that, that the whole thing for years, well, at least for this, this entire head of the table run, has to be build up Roman Reigns as the greatest of all time. Yes. That's been it. They have sacrificed everything to him for the last God knows how many years between his failed babyface runs and this head of the table run. They have put him over everyone. They've lowered everyone's stock but his. Yeah. And now I would have thought this was the time to get the the juice from the from the fruit, as it were. Squeeze it, get everything you can out of it, and move on. What's that? Does that get a bit get the company bigger? It doesn't, does it? In you know, in oh, Roman they're Reigns the biggest company about. in the world. They're, they're the biggest, and they're, and they're, they're making the most money they've ever made. But storylines were getting bigger as well. Like they're making the most money they ever made. And they don't care, but storylines make them get bigger, won't it? Like a good storyline or multiple stars, and oh, let's keep watching. But again, like you say, no one cares. They're going to watch it anyway. But, but you're thinking like a wrestling fan. Yeah, I am. Yeah, WWE fans aren't. Well, I'm not saying WWE fans aren't wrestling fans, but um. The whole wrestling versus sports entertainment thing, I, I believe, is real to a degree. You know, there are there are people out there who who are like the most the the most boring thing in wrestling is the wrestling matches. Yeah, I don't quite get I don't get that um, analogy myself, but there are plenty of people who apparently think that way. Yes, um, but I think that you'd want to be using Roman as much as possible if this was the old style of if this was WWF or, or the early WWE style, but you kept talking about it earlier. What are they going to do is pay-per-views. There are no pay-per-views. No, the premium live there, events. There are premium live events and you've already bought them because you're not getting rid of the network. I did. Tez, Tez has, but you're, <laughs> you're a rare case. I'm an enigma. You're well, we are, yes. I, I wouldn't, <laughs> but that, but the average the average person who is, it's like Netflix. Well, I, I can't say Netflix now; they've just lost a ton of people. But once you once you're on a subscription service, as long as they don't actively annoy you, quite a lot of the time, you'll just stay on it and you won't look. Look at yourself. Earlier you, earlier, you said they've been charging you what double? I didn't even double, know, and you didn't notice because you you just had it. I'm stupid. I just think right now they can do pretty much whatever they like. Yes. And as long as they don't actively annoy people, I would have I would have thought some of the decisions they've made uh, in previous years would have caused a big impact, like uh, the Saudi Arabia deal when there was all that big hoo-ha. I thought that would have upset people. It hasn't. It hasn't driven no. off people. Um, I think you are now at the the base level of WWE fan and it's it's big and the other side of that is I don't believe that a wrestling storyline or whoever the champion is for either company is going to increase their their buy rates or their ratings anymore I don't think there is that breakout star that is going to come to AEW and they're going to be doing twos. I think AEW is about the one, one point two five, whatever the, their top is, and that's their fan. WWE, it's more established. They get close to twos. 
I think that's their fan base. I don't think the actual content of the shows will matter that much. Mm. And all you can really count on is, is this show entertaining me? Do I want to watch this show? And that's all you can really think about because sitting there and being like, oh, if they put punk on top, we talked about it last week. If they put punk on top, you know, that that will more people will get engaged. I don't think so anymore. I think that's just that's just your your base. You've got who you're getting. Maybe. Who I mean, I don't I don't know if they send pub punk out on the PR trail rather than the hangman page. I, but you don't really hear about hangman doing interviews and stuff. That's my point. Because he's he's not a interview like going out to press it press thing yeah you know, i suppose i suppose they're not they're not uh no, they're not no, really oh, hangman page has been champion since november or whenever isn't it they've not sent him out to do anything like national they send punk but, out and do some chats i mean he's big yeah, star he, isn't he ufc fire WWE star ufc fire um uh, marvel comic, comics creator. Yeah, actor all these things send punk out to do stuff true uh, people are more likely to to be like yeah we'll have punk on our radio maybe i mean without help maybe. who knows i mean they're on TNT. You don't know, mate. The big thing is they've got the uprunts this this the, the next uh, few weeks for the for the uh, Turner, and they've put AW all over it, which is great for AW because they're obviously a big part of that TV channel. Yeah, especially considering that they one of the people who was key in bringing AW in has now left. Just got let go. Yeah. So I was I was a bit like, oh, this could be bad, but like I say, I think you've I think you've got who you're getting. I I think WWE fans can be re-educated to think the US title is a big deal and the IC title are a big deal. Yeah. I think they can rest Rome until whenever. He'll probably turn up at Clash the Castle. Uh and and the big Summer shows Slam. like that. And, and, and SummerSlam and yeah. Money in the Bank, because their arena shows they they've already come out and said they're gonna try and do more arena yeah, shows. Yeah, stadium stuff, yeah. Yeah, sorry, stadium shows. Yeah. Uh and I just I think that we're we're kind of, this is the this is the new norm. Maybe. We'll have to find out, mate. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, it's kind of sucks. It's, it's not exactly, hate to say, exciting to you know, end watching Raw. I mean, maybe the Usos and, and Randy Orton, you're kind of interested to see what happens there. But I, mean, I, think my, I don't know. They bury everyone else. There's no big star yeah, coming everyone, up. Everyone's gone. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. And they can push someone for a couple of months and get them just warm enough for a, paper, for a premium live event match. Yeah. And you go well. They're not. I mean, uh, you know, they'll, they'll, and you get them just there, and then that'll be it. And they'll be back down where they were. It's like they pull them out of a filing cabinet and go, "You'll do." Yeah, you go. But it will be interesting to see what happens with Cody. Yes, uh, Cody, Cody could be interesting. Uh, but even there, I think that I think the not the bloom is not off the rose, but it's certainly wilting a bit for mm. me. We'll see. Um, maybe I'm just being on a bit of a downer this week, and I. Uh, know, it's, it's a bit of a slow week for wrestling, mate, isn't it? I mean, you've got the so yeah, you know. I should really catch you with the best of the super juniors. Yeah, I was that was a good show, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, good. Good. Primer. Nice one. Hey, well, thanks for calling in, Barracles. Thank you. I mean, you could just not give up watching wrestling and try and become better at Halo. <laughs> Dude, I can never get better at Halo. That's how bad I am. <laughs> there we go. That but, is uh, my baseline to Halo. WWE <laughs> baseline, but that yeah. is my Halo baseline. Uh, cool. Well, nice one. Thanks for filling in, Barracles, and we'll speak nice in the week. Speaking. Cheers, buddy. Ciao, boss. Thanks, mate. Bye. Bye. Hey, See you, guys. See you, mate. Well, that was, that was Barracles. My camera's still weird. That's Barracles, Tez. That was Barracles. We've got one more call coming in. Ooh, who's Any... this? 
It's the front side. It's already in. I don't know what happened. It was in. I didn't even let him in. You've been in for the past five minutes. Oh, you just came in. Did I admit you? Oh, God. Well, there we go. Nice Good work, good work, franchise. Well done. You could have spoke to Veracles, could have been amazing. Well, I would have, but I would have told him why he's wrong about Ric Flair as well. You gotta let Ric Flair wrestle. Yeah, tell him, franchise. Him what he wants. Yeah, Ric Flair, he, he's the nature of what he can do, what he wants. Just let him wrestle. That's the main thing. Let him, let, let him wrestle until he bloody dies. That's what I say. <laughs> well, it, it'd probably be like the like Randy the Ram when he was in the wrestler. It'd probably be a real life version of it. Don't so, Ric Flair. Wrestle tweet what what wrestling company with the insurance liability is going to is going to want to let a man that's likely to die in the ring wrestle? Uh, maybe this new promotion that's opened up in um, Nottingham. Wes. Wes. Are you going to get yeah, a franchise Wes. to Wes? Uh, well, it's a bit far out of my reach anyway. What? So Nottingham to Manchester about two hours, mate. You can get down there. Well, I've taken a train. It's a pretty bad train ride. I've, yeah. Last I went there for a TNA fan party. Which I enjoyed. But what did you eat right at the party, the franchise? That's what we're all thinking straight away. We're like, what did you eat at the party? What did he? I had some um, sandwiches and some pizzas. Of course. Yeah. Sandwiches and pizzas. Sandwiches and pizza. My... Wow, lots yeah, of bread. Got... Lots of bread it's there, carbs. mate. Carbs central there. Yeah, and I got my face put in the in the their local newspaper as well. Me, JB, and um, two other friends of mine that I knew, met there at the night as well. So. Hold on, one, man, one man eats enough carbs at a wrestling party to destroy himself. Yeah, well, yeah, um, breaking news. Yes, breaking news. Um, no, I want to talk about. Well, I don't see why he's so negative about TNA. It's like I think I'm looking forward oh, go to. On. Uh, go for it. Here we go. <laughs> well, I don't see why you, you keep on. The thing is, TNA proves itself time and time again while it's. No, um, wait. Wait, okay. we're not down on TNA. It's the fact that you have come yeah. on this show and said <laughs> TNA are in the best position they've ever been in. Now, well, wait, moment, wait, yeah. explain that to us in comparison to the being on Fox Sportsnet or Spike TV or on UK television or selling out Wembley Arena. Now, they're no, not doing yeah. any of that franchise right now. So explain how TNA or Impact Wrestling are bigger than they've ever been. Go. Well, the point... Um... Putting um like their product to show to the masses, they're like they've got a bit. They <laughs> they're, the masses, they're not on UK TV, but that that's because UK TV channels are putting them. They're on YouTube, but they do hopefully they'll be on a UK channel soon. There's a lot of wrestling on YouTube, it doesn't make it good. Yeah, yeah. but no, I think it's because um I think because ITV's got AEW and because WWE have um are on um like five and stuff like that so sometimes you can't have like certain people on so um but how no, are they bigger? I'm... So, so right that's that's wrong we've wronged that one wrong okay. well, wrong. I'm... they're not on tv so they're not bigger go for the next one what's the next point oh, yeah, tv it's like that this, they're putting them um, they're putting they're putting a decent products on that doesn't moment. make him bigger at the moment well bigger than her promotions what other promotions um, well, at the moment, probably, I'm not sure, some of the smaller uh, independent promotions, the opening the Forbidden Door, so you can't really say it's not like that. No, again, the only reason we say they're, they're, they're bigger is because they get their, their wrestler is now in the uh, Best of the Super Juniors, their X Division champion. But it's like it's it's like it's like I was saying like a couple of weeks ago, like NXT at the moment, NXT 2.0 reminds me of them. Um, of impact a bit as well like in this like smaller studios and stuff like okay, that okay but how does that make impact wrestling be bigger than they've ever been 
Well, at the moment, I'm just thinking at the moment, it's just that they've, they've had to build themselves back up to foundation, back up to a major company but again. No, for no, no, they're building themselves well. back up does not make them bigger than they've ever been. Well, the TV deal in the UK, that's down to, I'm not sure that's probably people that <laughs> Okay, if you ignore the TV deal in the UK, right, it, we'll, we'll, we'll put that to one side. The yeah. footage that I've seen of their kind of the, their shows over the last, you know, year, and ignore the whole COVID thing because, yeah. you know, WWE are back in arenas. They've got like one row of people around the ring, and we saw them on Fox with a, a, a you know, the whole the whole crowd was jam packed in there. Yeah, they've got know. like I ten think... people watching. Well, I think sometimes having a smaller crowd is better long term. It's a bit, but it's business sense in a way. It's um, it's so, like someone said to me. Sometimes you want you don't want to have like too many people in a show. What? What? What world do you live in where you're like, well, okay. we don't want look, that many okay, people watching example. our show? Okay, look, look, give me an example. Look, pro- okay, progress is perfect. So imagine progress had like a big arena mm. and in this show now, would they fill that arena or not? If they, no, if they booked yeah. a big, if they booked a big arena and didn't sell the tickets, that's their own fault for being stupid. Now, yeah. Yeah, but but that's, as a business, that's, they want to book well. a big arena and fill it. Yeah, but no, you but, said some companies want smaller crowds. No, no, nobody wants smaller crowds. No, no, no promotion wants less people look, watching. It just looks bad on TV sometimes by not having a, having a full crowd. I get that. Okay, I get. Yeah, that. that's the reason why. Because I I know that from experience from seeing some wrestling companies do that same thing as well. But I didn't want to just talk about that. I want to talk about um like nxt as well like uh, i really enjoyed it 200 days of mandy rose's reign as nxt women's champion how's the sunburn well <laughs> asking wendy too but i'm, lo- I'm looking for it'd be interesting who's going to dethrone her. i think there's a few good um i think if like i watched like when i remember i watched um, nxt when you saw cora j versus natalia i actually enjoyed that match. match it was a good match it was a good match mm-hmm. but i had people that were some people hated on it um but I think that that could be like the match that could prove her to be someone that could be up there in the NXT upper. Are you eating? <laughs> are you on, are you eating right now? What is that? Well, that's a biscuit, so that I'm just having. Do not chew in my ear on the on the okay. show. We do not want shamming on the podcast. Shamming is the worst. <laughs> But I'm, I'm just looking forward to see what he's eating. Like. It's in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, it, the biscuit is in his mouth. Yeah. But I, no, I'm looking for um, to be honest, like with NXT as well. I think that's a good thing. Like, like when you're watching Spring Break and it's like seeing things like Jeremy Borash, some of the stuff that NXT are doing at the moment. I think it's quite impressive. But I'd be looking looking forward to see what's the next couple of months is going to be with um, NXT as well. Like, who's going to? When will they take away the title from um, Mandy Rhodes and them? Um, here's, here's a question for your franchise because okay. I guess you're a regular watcher of NXT. Yeah, well, I know you don't watch NXT, so... No, you know I don't watch any WWE. Well, um, you watch NXT UK on, um, say, on 5 on five TV, or do you not bother? Or To be honest, I didn't know it was on 5 TV. I will actually make the effort. If it's yeah. if it's on 5, I'll make the it's effort. Some sports, sports, yeah. Sorry, well, going back what, to your question. What I was going to say was, um, if you had to earmark, you know, like, let's just say, uh, you know, women's champion on the main roster, men's champion on the main roster, tag team, let's say. Out of NXT, who do you see as being championship material on the main roster? Because I don't really know a lot about them down there. Um, I would say at the moment, um, so when he just came up to SmackDown, Raquel Gonzalez. Yeah. I reckon he's, 
I reckon they, they could easily make her into a big threat if they build up right. Just being like, Ronda. Yeah, that's what I mean. Sometimes it's like it, a step back is not necessarily a bad thing, but I reckon that you could easily build someone like her. But then you, as well, you've got um, Electra Lopez on um, on NXT as well, and you could see that in that kind of like um, same time, same kind of thing. Or maybe someone like Nikita Lyons as well. There's some like... Oh, I'm familiar and, with Nikita Lyons. Yeah, <laughs> some other coin wrestlers, but it's like... For me, I think that she'd be the one like that I could see the one that could be the future that takes up the that could take the women's division by storm. But at the moment, it's like it's I think they just need to at the moment, it's like they need to build up contenders because it's like you said about Roman before, there's no one there at the moment, but you need to build up talents. The thing is that the, does the title make the man or does the man make the title? But in that situation, um, for someone to build up to take away Roman's title, you need to build up someone and give them like good competitors yeah. to take them up. So, like for me, I don't know, like the cart, like the clash of the castle. I think that's quite good. It'd be quite good to see the matches on it. But at the moment, it's like you say with this like that hoodie headline. For me, I want to see. Them, probably some of the matches before I would like commit so to it. You're not going to get pe- your tickets for Clash of the Castle this week. No, well, I don't know. It's where it's maximum of eight tickets, but it's quite interesting because they've announced the hotel packages, but they're also on yeah. like you can get the fan tickets as well. So they've announced tickets as well. You can get fan. There's like you're going to get them. I'm going to I'm going to be honest. I'm going to probably say no, not not this time. Really? I think I've been to Cardiff before. Like I love Cardiff. Like last time I went to Cardiff. Well, I've been to the stadium. Last time I went there, I went to watch very first. I went to watch the Community Shield. Oh, um, won't be seeing that for a few years, will you now? Yeah, and, and uh, <laughs> that's that pretty bad. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's like that. But a uh, no, but I'm saying, but I, I've actually like I went there, touched the Community Shield, but it's like I got a VIP package with the company I worked with at the time, and took my brother up, kind of freeloaded, and then. Um, I went up there. Um, second time I went up with the company I worked for. Um, we went there for there was a gig that I went to, so that was a cool gig. What was the gig? gig? Um, it was um, it's actually listening um, listening to a rock band in a what rock band. Um, the Banditos at Cardiff Millennium Stadium. No, not Cardiff. No, in a, like in a little smaller right, venue. Okay. So it was a company thing, and um, yeah, got to pay that, and then I got to go to. What has this got um, to do with Impact Wrestling? What are we talk about? Well, what I'm no, saying, we don't need I'm... to know why you went to Cardiff. Here for. No, we have to go to Cardiff, but I'm saying literally, it's a good venue. But at the moment, like it's a pretty good venue to have at the moment. But it'd be interesting what matches they, they will be. Because the thing is, I if it was if it was me, if I have had to build a card, I would rather see someone like the NXT UK champion, maybe taking on the. That will probably be there, won't it? No, but I'm saying taking on. The WWE champion, maybe? It'd be Drew versus WWE champion, I think, mate. I think that's fair to say. Or, or Drew versus the NXT UK champion. It'd be Drew versus Roman Reigns. Yeah, but I'm saying you've got to have the NXT UK talent. Uh, that will be well. on there as well, I think. Yeah, but as I say, but this is what I mean, because at the moment I've got like three, I've got four ideas what I want to, where I want to go. So there's a few shows that I want to go and visit. And because it's around the same time frame, I'm thinking of where do I put money into going to... Maybe go to watch GCW. Oh yeah, go, yeah, because yeah. that that's yeah. near me. So that's that's something that's new for me to try. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe going on to Cardiff, but then it's like 
because I couldn't get it's like hotel prices like price up death. Um, also as well because I've just taken a new position with work, so it's kind of make it's kind of making me um I have to like kind of reprioritize some stuff because I was supposed to get promoted. But um, uh, we'll suss it out, franchise. We'll yeah, we'll suss it out. But anyway, but I was going back to saying, but it's like at the moment, it's like with. Same with NXT UK as well, because you got Devlin. That's just like now he's left. Um, yeah, he's not let like, spoilers. Sorry for the people who don't watch NXT UK. Can't say spoilers so after you give a spoiler. Yeah, yeah, but what I'm saying is that it'd be good for him when he goes up to the end. Because I, I think you've just really pissed off Fran the Cannon. All right, but I think it'd be good when he goes up to um... say sorry. <laughs> sorry, Cannon. <laughs> That wasn't sincere. Didn't care. Just sport it for everyone. I'm being a heel, but no. And but I was saying um, that I think at the moment because you've got if you've got Devlin coming up, maybe you save up Devlin for the next um, NXT um, Takeover event and having debut there, or could could you debut Devlin on the main roster? Like maybe have Devlin versus um, Balor. Maybe. What in the uh, yeah, but I don't know if I see Devlin on the main roster, unfortunately, just because of how Vince looks at his stars. He is a smaller Finn Balor. I mean, I know it's mm. a different, obviously, in moveset, you know, wrestler and all that. But does he yeah, fit into the it'd style? Be the, it'd be good for the for like um, the international market as well. It's like it's like at the moment with Becky. Yeah, Becky's not wrestling at the moment. No. Like she's not in a major title thing at the moment. But it's like. Lacey Evans has now moved over to Raw now, so it'd be interesting what they're going to do with her on Raw. We'll and find then, out. And then Sonya Deville as well. Like, where is she? Where is she going to be on Raw? Is she going to be on SmackDown and stuff like that? But no, I don't know. It's going to be franchise. yeah. But it's like I say, just let Ric Flair wrestle. That's the main thing. And it comes full circle. There yeah. No sort of franchise. Do you want to see him wrestling an Impact? Will that make them become bigger than ever? <laughs> I don't. I mean, I don't reckon. I reckon if he should. Um, well, I suppose I'd like to see him appear on AEW. No, but impact have... are bigger than they've ever been. Yeah, surely, so but, surely now's yeah. the time for him to. <laughs> yeah, return. No, I'm, he had no, his I last match impact. They're bigger than they've ever been. Again, going like ending his career in the biggest company. Well, I think for the twenty years, I think in twenty years they've been like stellar. They've had a stellar. And they've had stellar matches over the last twenty years. I can't. You yeah. can't. You can never knock out impacts. It's like you can't. They're like quality wrestling. It's great. <laughs> Cockroach wrestling. They've got, they've got they've got talent in the company. They've got people behind the scenes. You can't. It it's proven itself over the. You think about it, twenty years. Okay, let me think, try think of an example. In, in 30, 30 seconds, lasted, go for it. Give me an example. Okay. Has it lasted longer than other wrestling companies like yes. WCW? Like other stuff. Is it is it bigger than NWA? Yes, but it doesn't mean they're the biggest they've ever been. And we keep coming to this argument, franchise. So you can't keep saying that. Okay, then, I, I see they're, they're big at the moment Thanks. because of the way they've, uh, bit, they've they, been. They are good. Josh Alexander's great. Thank you. Thanks yeah, for phoning in, dude. Okay. okay. Appreciate it, dude. Yeah, cheers. Bye. Thanks, franchise. Bye. Bye. That man talks nonsense. And Ken just said Ric Flair versus Garrett Bischoff. Oh, I can smell the money. Oh my god, what's he going on about? That was <laughs> Imagine Ruth Flair joins the Aces and Eights. They wheel him out on the little oh, bicycle. Yeah. Mobility scooter. Crazy. Um <laughs> there we go. That was franchise phone in. I think that's an MOS. Uh there, Tez, we've done it. We've done another MOS, oh, mate. We've, we've, we've done it. We've done another MOS. Thanks for everyone phone in. Thank you for joining us. Um and guys, so next week live again. Sorry to be a pain in the ass for any of you guys watching live who do join us. We appreciate every single one of you who joins us. We will be live on YouTube alone. I will post the links into all the places where we will be and you can come and join us. And uh, 
it will be exactly the same, but the emotes will be there as well. So we load, load all that good stuff. It will really, really, we've got a theory. It will help the show grow. In theory, we think it will help discovery of MOS because I think the restream thing throttles MOS when you do a restream to everywhere. Um, we can see it in the stats of the show. So the restream idea was a bad idea. And we there's no point. If you always do what you've always done, you always get what you've always got. And we need to try and change that situation. And we'd like the show to, and the whole network to get to more people. So please, please do come and check us out on the uh, YouTube next week. Same time. And um, there'll be other gaming streams and stuff like that. So sorry to be a pain in the ass, guys. <laughs> really sorry. But uh, if it's a positive move, I think, I believe, guys, it'd be exactly the same. So uh, there we go. Thanks for checking out the show, guys. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, thanks for Pez. coming along. Yeah, we had uh, another good show. Um, let's get to another week of wrestling next week. Another week of wrestling. Yeah, definitely, Tez. And um, we'll see you guys in the week. Come and join us as we stream some live gaming on YouTube this week. It's been really good. Lots of good stuff. And remember, check out the Best of Super Juniors preview. You can check us out on all socials. Find us out on Facebook.com forward slash the MOS Network. Twitter.com forward slash the MOS Network and the Ministry of Slam. Also, come and follow Tez on Twitter. Where can you find you, Tez? Uh, Twitter, um, so I'm at Tezius, but also Ministry underscore Horror. I do my show on Tuesdays on the MOS Network. This Tuesday is going to be a uh, a Twitch and um, YouTube stream like today. Um, very possibly going forward, I'll then be doing uh, direct to YouTube uh, like Ministry of Slam. But yeah, be sure, 8 p.m. Tuesday, come along to Ministry of Horror. That'd be great. And you can find me on Twitter, Lawrence C., 1983 so yeah that's my that's my twitter but thanks for checking out the show guys and podcast this is very much thank you to you guys who keep downloading this show tell your friends spread the word you guys will help us grow at the mos network and positive vibes to you all we'll see you guys on the flip-flop goodbye Restoring the balance of pro wrestling radio. The Ministry of Slam Radio Show.